Thanks for downloading the Preston and Steve podcast from WMMR. It'll begin right after these words. Attend Villanova University's graduate open house on Tuesday, October 20th. Villanova offers graduate programs in business, engineering, nursing, law, and liberal arts and sciences. Attend the open house and they'll waive your application fee. You're listening to Preston and Steve. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. Today is Thursday, October 15th, and uh, some birthdays. We have uh, Vanessa Marcel. Yeah, very oh, uh, very attractive. I love her. Uh, t- I, I don't know her. She was She's on 90210. Yeah, who was she on 90210? She was one of the whores. <laughs> yeah, her name was Gina. Okay. Uh, she was on Las Preston, Vegas. She was on Las Vegas, yeah. Yeah, I didn't she watch was married show either. to, supposedly, I think she denies it, but she was married to uh, Brian Austin Green. Uh, no, really? Co- I thought Corey Feldman. Or Corey Feldman. Corey no, you're Feldman. right. You're yeah. right. You're right. It was Corey Feldman. Yeah, and, and uh, I've never been able to get verification on that yet she a number did, of sources say that that's the case well she, we had him in and we asked him and and he said yes and she completely denies it huh. right, um was she ever with mario lopez too she might have been somebody else she's a looker know. preston uh yeah she's from uh she was also on she was also in the movie the rock i guess yeah yeah, yeah she's a nicholas cage's uh wife in wow. the beginning she's very attractive yeah mm-hmm. okay she's uh 41 years old today emerald lagasse bam emerald live the essence of emerald and uh is, doesn't he have a restaurant? Is that out in Bethlehem at uh, one of the... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's the at the ca- casino. Kaboom! What's that? Uh, it's at the casino out yeah, there. I don't remember which Sands. one. Is it the Sands? Yeah, this com- he uh, yeah. appears in commercials for it. Yeah, yeah, and every now and again, he likes to just show up at uh, Johnny Kate's house and, and make them dinner and, and Start cooking for yeah. them. They have to love that. He had that mm-hmm. great sitcom oh, that lasted, God. what, four episodes? Him and Robert Urich. Oh, my God. Robert Urich's That's last right. contribution before he died. Wow. That's an embarrassment. That's too bad for Robert Urich because I like him. But Maybe is why he died. I tell you what, though, I, I did uh, in the kind of infantile stages of the of Food Network. I I was an Emerald fan yeah. big time when it, when because it, he was the first chef yeah. to really blossom right. from that network and I used to watch the essence of Emerald and Emerald Live I watched all that stuff he was the he was it he I've was the like, most celebrated chef in the country I've got like five or six of his cookbooks I've cooked a whole bunch of stuff of his but who's, uh, who's the guy Anthony Bourdain what Nick you yeah. know, he, he's he, on the Travel Channel very critical was very critical of Emerald Agassi uh, and uh, yeah. sort of ripped him as being a um, sort of a flash in the pan media kind of guy and then he actually met with him and then realized he rescinded that and said no he's the real deal I, I think Anthony Bourdain's show is really good I like it but apparently he's kind of an a-hole because he just started ripping that Guy Fieri guy as well the, the guy from uh, in case you love that show on diners drive-ins and oh diners. yeah um, Guy Fieri guy, yeah and he was making fun of him as well that's his big thing yeah yeah. just well, do your own show dude uh, yeah. Emerald is 50, shut your hole 50 years old today Sarah Ferguson the Duchess shut your hole <laughs> the former Duchess of York <laughs> And uh, Weight Watchers spokesperson. Wait, did you guys have her in studio? No. Oh, wanted no. to. She does come in town from time yeah. to time. She we was were trying. Like, she was like Lord and Taylor or something like that doing a, uh, yeah. a sit-down conversation thing. I would love to meet her. I always thought she was very cute. And, uh, yeah, you dug her. Kind of liked her sensibility as royalty or semi-royalty. Yeah. and uh, Sort of slutty. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. in, in a slutty redhead kind of way. Uh, she's But she's 50 years old today. I think she's really She cute. did Weight Watchers commercials. You remember yeah. that? Fergie. Yeah. Yep, that's correct. You can have your six pounds of ice cream. Uh, Tanya Roberts. Oh! 
Oh! Who was on Charlie's oh. Angels, and you remember her in one of the greatest movies of all time, The Beastmaster. Beast yeah. yeah. Some of like the first boobs I ever saw in my life. Was she bare-breasted in that yeah, movie? Yeah, she comes out of the uh, the, the water, and Dar is watching yeah. and well, getting a Beastmaster boner. <laughs> yeah, and either Frodo or Moto or one of the, uh, with the, the little the, uh, ferrets stole her clothes. Yeah, yeah. and her birth control. <laughs> her birth control. Um, they had like medieval birth control? They did, it just pebbles. Uh, <laughs> you just take pebbles yeah. to take them at the end of your junk. But man, if I had the technology then that I have today, I would have just DVR'd that and like just rewound it. Oh, and, and I tell you that the the the. the, the the ease of my life had DVRs existed back, you know, then. But no, hey, you know, you gotta, you get what you get. Well, she was also on that '70s show for a while too. Yeah, uh, she's fifty. Now she sells uh, like uh, condos in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah what's that? Oh, no, really? no, Tahitian Village. Tahitian, Tahitian Village. Village yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Alan Thicke does. Yeah, and uh, yeah, a bunch of people do. Uh, a guy I really like, Larry Miller. Very funny. Yeah, uh, great, great uh, stand-up comedian. He's been in so many good movies. Uh, he, he was in uh, Waiting for Guffman. He's in Best in Show. <laughs> He's awesome. He's awesome in both of those movies. Best um, in show, he is the uh, he he is the police, um, the crisis. Uh, yeah, he talks down suicide yeah, yeah. victims. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he, in, in, you know what he, he can't, my thumb he, in your eye. He can't even handle his own son up on the roof. And it's funny because yeah. at one time he goes, I got, "I got a story for you. I got news for you. They all jump, <laughs> all of them. They, they don't show you that on the news, but they do." Uh, anyway, he's uh, 56 years old today. He was also in Pretty Woman. He was the yeah. uh, the, sh the uh, shop clerk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the last birthday, Penny Marshall. Oh, birthday, Laverne and Shirley. Oh, wait, he. Yeah. Laverne and Shirley. Uh, Man, she she looks like a duffel bag. Uh, I know, I know. Do you think? Uh, I mean, I know that her and uh, Rob Reiner were married. Yes. Uh, but. Don't you think she's a lesbian? I mean, I always kind of got that impression. She she's always been attached to guy. Maybe now. I mean, at this point, oh god. There's a side by side picture of her and Ozzy that we're Whoa. looking at. Can't tell Ozzy the difference. Ozzy is more attractive than Oz she is. Ozzy looks yeah, looks better than her. Yeah, he's wow. prettier. Wow. At, at this point, maybe she figures, hey, why not? But uh, you know, for for most of the earlier part of her life, she was always attached to guys. Well, she turned out to be a good director. Yeah, uh, big and a league of her own, a league of their own. Uh, so she. What did I tell you about a league of their own? What did I tell you about that? She's 67 years old today, and there you go. That's what I got in your birthday. So right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. And this is according to Wikipedia. Uh, what two us? Uh, what two U.S. presidents have referenced the movie Back to the Future in their speeches? Two one five two six three WMMR. I got Mark on the line. Mark, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good, Mark. Uh, what's your answer? Uh, Ronald Reagan and Bill Clinton. That's incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Let me go to Bill. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Yo, what's up, fellas? Yo, bud, what's your answer? What two U.S. presidents have referenced the movie Back to the Future in their speeches? How about Obama and George W.? Uh, no. Oh, no. All right, let me go to Glenn. Hey, Glenn, how you doing? Yeah, you guys rock. Hey, Glenn. Hey, All right. Do you know the answer, sir? Uh, I got Clinton and Obama. No. Oh, oh. Incorrect. They're white folks, and then they're ignorant motherfuckers like you. Let me go to Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Bartle Bartle What two U.S. presidents have referenced the movie Back to the Future in their speeches? George, uh, George W. Bush and George Herbert Walker Bush. No. Oh, no. Incorrect, sorry. Uh, let me go to one more. I've got uh, Ron on the line. Hey, Ron? Ron, you're on the air. You there, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. All right. What two presidents have referenced Back to the Future in their speeches? 
Ronald Reagan and George W. Bush? Uh, oh, that was... Uh, no, right, well, incorrect. Now. So now you know, right? <laughs> yeah. It was very close. Uh, all right, well, we're getting other callers. Yeah, online. I wonder if the next person's oh. going to get it. Here, let me see. Well, we'll go to Mike here. Right. Hey, Mike. Hey, you guys wrong. Thanks, oh, Mike. All right. Mike, you know the answer? I'm going to guess, uh, let's go with uh, George W. Bush and Obama. No. Oh, no. no, it was pretty much given away. Yeah. Let me go to Justin. Hey, Justin. Gadzooks. All right, Justin, who are the two presidents? I'm going to go with Bush Sr. and Reagan. Yes, yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's why I didn't do the impression. George Herbert Walker Bush. Right. And uh, Ronald Reagan, actually. Yeah. Who was my vice president? And uh, Reagan had referenced the movie in his 1986 State of the Union address, what? actually. Yeah. Uh, Did you see that movie? He said, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. Especially when the car speeds up and there's fire in the parking lot. <laughs> That's how... You got to put it in perspective. That's how fast it's going. Uh, he had, the tires make the pavement set on fire. He had... Uh, and then, boom! The guy's back in time. Uh, and the funny part is, is that his own mother's hitting on him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. and, and she thinks his name is Calvin because he's... Oh, you got to see it. That was in the speech? That's the speech. Actually, what he was sort of uh, off the cuff. What he said was, uh, never has there been a more exciting time to be alive, a time of rousing wonder and heroic achievement. As and he's playing Van Halen on his Sony Walkman. <laughs> as they said in the film Back to the Future, where we're going, we don't need roads. Uh, so that was the quote that he used. And I don't have the uh, the quote from H.W. Uh, Bush, but he had apparently referenced it in his speeches as, as well. As they said in Shawshank, that's, uh, that's like a little bonus. <laughs> Big movie fan, yeah. uh, President Reagan. Uh, since Justin got that right, we are going to give him a $100 Halloween Adventure costume Superstore gift card. and they've It's got like when they think it's a turd in the pool in Caddyshack, <laughs> but it turns out to be a candy bar. Uh, they've got costumes, masks, and makeup out the wazoo at 100 stores nationwide, including the Megastore on South Columbus Boulevard. Visit HalloweenAdventure.com. Well, starting off with sad news, wrestling icon Captain Lou Albano died on yeah. Wednesday. Uh, he was 76, 76 years old. Uh, the Miami Herald reported that Albano was in hospice care at the time of his death, although the cause was not immediately disclosed. I'm going to assume, like, cancer? Probably. Yeah. If, if you're in hospice, that means you've been ill for a little while. Then they're basically letting you yeah, die at home. Yeah, try to make you comfortable until you pass. I didn't like him at all. Really? I, yeah, yeah, even when he did the appearance in the Cindy Lauper videos. Lauper. So he had already, to me, ruined it, you know, by, by being the bad guy in, in wrestling. Because oh, I was so into wrestling back then, right? So, and he, he painted himself as—I mean, that, that was his character. But then he he came around to be sort of the good guy. Didn't matter, yeah. you know. It was like ah, I don't trust you, Captain Lou. Uh, Usmagazine.com reports that Albano is credited with creating the first WrestleMania in 1985. Wow! Uh, the famed wrestler who was known for his unbuttoned Hawaiian shirts and trademark beard, and of course the rubber, rubber bands, bands. Uh, began his wrestling career in 1953. Wow! Jeez. So he started with the really, really old ones. Yeah, because because uh, wrestling used to be a regular. 
a staple uh, on network TV at night. Yeah, that was uh, in Canada. So he probably wrestled with the likes of like Gorgeous George and all yeah. those way back. Well, the originals. Yeah, and uh, signed with uh, World Wrestling Entertainment in 1983. He earned widespread fame after, fame after being in the Girls Just Want to Have Fun video. Uh, and he also spread his wings in other entertainment ventures, becoming the voice of Mario Jumpman Mario for 17 episodes of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. It was yeah. an awesome show. <laughs> <laughs> It's freaking awesome. <laughs> he, he was 76 years old today. Or, I mean, he was 76 years old. Watching today, TV so. and movies all the time. Yeah. Show was awesome. Um, and, uh, you watch Stargate? Uh, no. It's good. Is it good? Yeah, they wow. go through this thing. It, it transports them across the universe. Wow. It's a mind death. Does Captain Lou Albano? No, I wish he was. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been awesome. be awesome. Uh, well, anyhow, Captain Lou passed away. He was 76 years old today. That's sad news. Uh, moving on, Jimmy Kimmel's romance with the head writer of his late night shows reportedly causing problems at the office. Really? We've talked Why about would he this do before. that? Uh, com reports that one staffer recently quit as a result of the relationship because the person felt that Kimmel's squeeze, who is Molly McInerney, never heard of her, wasn't qualified for the promotions that she was receiving. Mm. Uh, I get off. Uh, an <laughs> on-set source told Radar that the rest of the show's employees are angry about McInerney's you. obvious pre uh, preferential treatment. Treatment. You're a liar. And uh, claim that she's letting an undeserved power go to her head. Uh, well, the, what, what are her credentials? Do they say where she comes from, that she's head writer of the Jimmy Kimmel show? Yeah, that's it. I, I guess I, I don't know anything else about her, really. Uh, but he, he doesn't this is ridiculous. Exactly. <laughs> but the, uh, you. the insider no. said uh, people on the staff think that uh, she has become nasty lately. Huh. And the source also added that... Jimmy uh, Kimmel seems too smart to do something so stupid. I think so, right? Uh, the source added Molly McInerney definitely has been using a relationship with Jimmy to move up in the show. He and he definitely played favorites with her over other more qualified staffers. You um, remember Bobcat was uh, directing that show. Yeah, that's oh, right. That's for a yeah. while. Uh, meanwhile, the source claims that several people on the staff believe Kimmel began his involvement with McInerney even before uh, Sarah Silverman. He and Sarah Silverman split. Oh, so she, she might have been side action? It's possible. To yeah. his side action? Yeah, well, I've seen. And I guess, especially with the, the whole Letterman thing coming to light. They're scrutinizing all this people stuff. People are really starting yeah. to dig into this. Uh, Michael Lowen is continuing to publicize daughter Lindsay's rumored drug problems. Oh, now, good for him. Now claiming that he can identify her supposed dealer. Uh, Michael, who last week oh, said... Oh, good for you! ...said that uh, his daughter is addicted to prescription pills, and he said of her dealer, this guy follows Lindsay all over the place, all over. Lindsay pays for him to go everywhere. He has no job, no job. He does nothing. And no job. All he does is supply everyone in L.A. Well, if he's uh, this proactive dad that he's saying that he is, why doesn't he uh, intercede? Uh, the elder Lowen also commented on his ex-wife's comments that Michael doesn't know what he's talking about since he and Lindsay are estranged. And he said, I feel really bad that Dinah would have to stoop to that level and say those things. You must be out of your goddamn mind. I really think she is a beautiful person. These people Damn are right. insane. What? what a screwed up family no they wonder, turned out to be. No wonder she's messed yeah. up. Yeah. The you, mom and dad are crazy. Right. She, you can't get free of it. It's like, you know, wherever you go at every family reunion, it's just going to reinforce your insanity because yeah. your parents are insane. Yep. Your 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 younger sister is a is a is a tramp. Yes. <laughs> She's coming right along. Yeah. Isn't she? Jesus. And you're a drug addict uh, who's uh, going after a mangina. Yep. 
Uh, Tracy Morgan is speaking out against some of his former Saturday Night Live co-stars in his forthcoming tell-all. Yeah, this am, is weird. I am the new black, which is uh, his book. In the book, which comes out next Tuesday, Morgan says, I have my finger on the pulse of urban comedy, but when I brought my act to SNL, those mother effers just felt bad for me. None of the cast I came up with saw this future for me. No, sir. All I have to say about that is, where's Chris Kattan now? Where's Sherry O'Terry now? That bitch can't even get arrested. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. heavy duty. Yeah. Where uh, is Sherry O'Terry? That's well, a good question. She's doing some independent stuff. Yeah, Chris Kattan was in the middle yesterday, that uh, show on ABC, that's yep. right before Modern Family. So he has a reoccurring uh, character. Uh, Morgan does have love for a few of, of his uh, SNL cohorts, including his 30 Rock boss, Tina Fey. He explains, Tina wasn't scared to come into my world and find the funny up in there. Uh, she's that kind of cool, he says. So. It sounds like he wasn't using an editor when writing this book. He was yeah. just talking and yeah. writing things down. Yeah, well, most likely. here's the deal is that, you know, they uh, they always have, it, it's been a legend with SNL. They've had a hard time figuring out what to do with the black Cast members, you yeah. know, going all the way back to the original, uh, with what, get what, Garrett, uh, Morris, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, this is part of the deal. He wasn't the first to have this dilemma. But he's not happy about it. All yeah. right, I have a question. Uh, John and Kate, yes or no? You want to hear anything? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Because right. if you don't, just hand me the story. Me and Kathy will go yeah, on the we'll read, and read it. it. <laughs> uh, they are reportedly having trouble unloading the family's old house nearly a year after they moved out. And the the uh, house what? that predates this, this sprawling sort of um, ranch yeah. that they have, right? Uh, the reports are that the estranged couple who were in court battling over finances earlier this week have been unable to sell their five-bedroom, 2,900-square-foot <clears throat> property in Elizabethtown, PA, which is currently listed for $299,000. Notable features in the home include a geothermal system, new bamboo hardwood floors, new carpet, and ADT wireless security system. And they can't move that? Laundry room on the first floor with two sets of Whirlpool washers and dryers, a generator and a refrigerator, and they can't sell it. Yep. Hmm. Uh, meanwhile, John spoke out about the couple's court hearing earlier this week, telling Entertainment Tonight, I'm going to be truthful and abide by the court, and I'll, <laughs> and I'll put it back, referring... <laughs> To the $180,000 that he must return to their joint account. And he now, added. He's been compelled to only put back 180000 He added, and she has to do the same. Well, there were discrepancies on how much he actually took out. Okay. So I, I think that might have been. He's got to put out. back a lot of money. Uh, he blames the unauthorized withdrawals on a misunderstanding. He said that I was, uh, it was just after arbitration and we weren't supposed to take the money out of the restrictive account and we both did. Well, I didn't know all that, so I'm sorry. I was found in contempt for doing so. I didn't realize. I thought I was just taking my paycheck out, he said. Sure. Yeah, his paycheck is huge. Uh, despite reports that the family's TLC show may be canceled for good as soon as next month, John says he's not worried about the future. He says he'll continue on television. Of course. Of course he will. He's such a mega talent. And that he's not worried about his future employment. So we shall see. Does he just have extra money laying around to put that back in? Uh, no, I, I think he just put the money that he, he took out back in. That actual money. Yeah, he didn't use. spend it. He you don't think he spent it? No, no. 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 <laughs> Unless he went That's a Lamborghini. He might want to hold on to that one. Hang on to that one. It's an IOU. Uh, Keanu Reeves did not father any children by Karen Sala, who was seeking millions from the actor in child support. Uh, TMZ.com reports that DNA test cleared Reeves, uh, who took the test to settle Salsa, uh, Sala's claims. Salsa? Uh, Salsa's claims. Someone said Salsa? Get Salsa pregnant. I once and for all. I did not. Uh, no, I have been eyeing the guacamole. Uh, <laughs> Good. He claims uh, not even have to have, um, he claims that I he gave has, you some baby batter and he said, nah. 
that he has not even met the 46-year-old woman who was sure that the actor fathered at least one of her four children. She's crazy. It's a hell of a mom. Yeah. I think, uh, you know what, I think Keanu Reeves is the father of at least one of my kids. Yeah, so that's that's the, the kind of woman she is. Uh, two more quick things. Another woman, a second woman, has filed a lawsuit against Dr. Phil McGraw. Oh, I saw this. Also accusing him of brainwashing and exposing her to a naked man. I think it's got to be some sort of like, <clears throat> he's calling it like therapy or something like is that. Is that what it is? I don't know. Eey, yucky. Maybe they're like scared of, I don't know, male parts, so he makes them look at them. I don't know. You think he rubs his junk in their <laughs> faces? I, no, it's I, not. Here, it's, take a look at this. It's, it's not his. It's not, it's not his. It's another guy. It's a flesh view master. Take a look. Uh, <laughs> But I bet you that's going to be his defense. Similar yeah. to the suit filed by uh, Shirley Dew last week. Dew. So, so Dr. Phil is apparently bringing in another man, at least in, in yes. the allegations here. The first woman accused uh, him said that another man was brought in yep. naked and she had to sort of look at his junk. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Take a look at that. <laughs> Don't that look delish? Uh, last week, Crystal Matchett's court papers alleged that the TV host forced her to be in the same room with a completely naked man who was exposing his entire naked body, genitals and all. Mm -hmm. You can see his nutsack. And uh, prevented her from... Looks like the moon. ...from uh, leaving his production office. Uh, Dr. Phil claimed <clears throat> that the original suit was without merit. So I, I'm going to bet that Dr. Phil did not do this. Because <laughs> you'd have to be out of your friggin' mind i would think so and then uh last story and it's another uh, death al martino oh. <clears throat> most known for his role as johnny fontaine in the godfather so sad died at the age of 82 and he also sang the uh the theme song oh i didn't know that is that, really. is that al martino that sings the uh is that speak softly love yeah. is that what that yeah. is okay. i'm not really sure uh do we have this yeah oh here we go uh no cause of death was cited uh, but a publicist said, softly love and hold me <laughs> you say it? I'm trying to remember the lyrics. Thank you. Thank you for remembering. <laughs> your words, the you sing it! I never knew that was the title of this song. Yeah. In a world, our very own. I uh, wish I didn't know that there were words to this song because it, it's almost like Bill Murray singing the theme to Star Wars. You know, it, it just now it'll get stuck in your head. <laughs> no, no, the, the song, the song was was uh, was a was a hit, and it, it doesn't matter; it doesn't detract from no. the, the strains. He was great. Yeah. What it will always be to me. In The Godfather, he was he was playing, and as in the book, <laughs> that character is supposed to be Frank Sinatra. Really, and Frank Sinatra was up as the rumor goes. For the uh, his career had hit a lull after the uh, you know the, the singing stuff had uh, diminished a little bit, and he was up for a role in the movie From Here to Eternity. Desperately wanted that role. Burt Lancaster, everybody else was going to be in it, and he wanted this role and uh, used the mob influence to get him that movie. Really, and he ended up winning a um, uh, supporting uh, actor Oscar, or at least was nominated Here to for Eternity. It. Really, Here to Eternity. Yeah. Uh, this is a this is a clip with uh, Al Martino. One of the, one of the best clips. This is towards the the beginning of the movie. Yeah, bestseller. And the main character is a guy just like me. I, uh, you know, I wouldn't even have to act. Just be myself. Oh, Godfather, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You can act like a man. What's the matter with you? Is this how you turn down a Hollywood Pinocchio that uh, cries like a woman? <laughs> what can I do? What can I do? What is that, man? Look at you. 
I love that. It's great. It's it's one of the. I mean, it's it's probably the greatest the, American film ever made. The best movie, yeah. period, in America. It's Absolutely. Um, by the way, he passed away at his uh, childhood home in Delaware County. He was from Springfield. Oh, yeah, wow. and, and he died at his uh, at his home. Remember afterwards, he goes out and sings the song. You know, oh, yeah. yeah, to uh, uh, to Connie. To Connie, yeah, yeah. It's it's a great sequence. Yeah, um, and, and, and then he, they get him the role. And he was in The Godfather too, as well. Yeah, Remember, yeah. he's in Vegas. He's like, I want you right. to... anything you need. Mike. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, that's sad news. Uh, but that is what I have entertainment wise for you. Oh yeah, almost forgot the clip. <laughs> It was so clip-rich already, Yeah, we were uh, taken aback by that. Uh, let me see yeah, the wild thi- where the wild things are. Nick, you saw this movie. I did. I really liked it. A uh, film based on the famous children's book tells the story of Max, a disobedient boy who uh, creates his own world in his imagination, complete with ferocious creatures. And Oscar winner Forrest Whitaker voices one of those wild things. Uh, he says the rehearsal process helped him find the character's voice. Here we go. We rehearsed uh, for like a month. And we're acting through all the scenes and doing everything, so the characters are there. Characters start to develop and and uh, come alive, and it was it was it was a it was a fun experience that way. Shut the f- up! <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, could you tell who uh, some of the voices were? The only two I could tell were James Gandolfini, who's the main wild thing, and uh, Catherine. O- <laughs> That's how yeah, I could tell. Well, actually, in, even in the commercial, you can tell Gandolfini's voice immediately. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Catherine O'Hara um, from uh, Best in Show and all of those movies as well. She's in. Uh, she's another one of the wild things. I couldn't tell Forrest Whitaker until I watched the credits. Now, do they they use what are, look like large sort of Muppet type creatures? Yeah. And do they CGI the faces? Yeah, they, I, apparently they built these giant um, puppets to be the yep. wild things, and and then they had animatronic faces, and it just wasn't expressive enough. Right. So then they CGI the faces, but you can't tell. And and really, the wild things are just remarkable. It's a really visually amazing movie. It was, well, it was unlike anything I'd seen before. This next clip is actually about that very thing. Really? Uh, yes. This next clip... Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Drum roll! Uh... The uh, Wild Things are played by actors in costumes and Catherine Keener. Yes, yeah. you know her from uh, 40 Year Old Virgin. She's the uh, girlfriend. She's yeah, in uh, uh, Mean John oh, Malkovich. Yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, yeah, to Smoochie. She's the girlfriend. Yep, she says she's the girlfriend. They uh, really got into their roles, and here she is commenting on that. They identified greatly with their costumes. They wore them like another skin, so it was rather realistic the whole time. Shut the. F- <laughs> so, I guess she plays the mom in the movie? Yeah, she doesn't okay. even interact with any of the wild things. No. So, uh, I don't know what she's talking about there, yeah. but she's good in it, and the kid is really good in it. I'd be interested to see what people who don't have kids think of this movie. Well, I, know, I don't know the book. I, oh, I, I don't know the, the book The book only has, what, 12 Ten, lines of... Uh, that's what my wife said. 10 yeah. sentences yeah. or yeah. something like that? It's very short, huh. but visually, it's awesome. The uh, the Just the uh, uh, all of the artwork is just really, really cool, and it's just a sweet book. It's really cool. Uh, and it opens in theaters tomorrow, so get out. Don't they eat the kid at the end? Yeah, uh, yeah, they do. There you go. Thanks oh, for ruining wow, that. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> that's what I got for you entertainment-wise. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. I saw this online. Asylum.com had a list of the best and worst professions to date. Uh, interesting. And, yeah, it is kind of an interesting uh, thing because you never really consider that, I guess, when you're out there in the dating world trying to meet up with somebody. What maybe is a profession you want to avoid or one to look for? Well, I know that the classic uh, uh, ones that mothers supposedly always advise their their daughters to date are uh, doctors. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the standard professions, right? Yeah. I, I totally misunderstood this list. I thought oh. it was up up to this point in time. The most, the best professions to date, currently. To date. <laughs> up to date. Oh. I, I thought we were going, like, yeah. honestly, like, up to the current. What are the, just the best professions in general? <laughs> yeah, to date. Yes. I come to this date, to this point in time, yeah. which are the best professions? I can see that. So I was like, what, not, Shepherd? You, I guess yeah. that's got to be on yeah, there. Yeah. Wait a minute. Did you think that too, Kathy? No, or, I'm no, just okay. like, him. <laughs> you know what though? I, I, I I'm guessing that that some of the prof professions that you would think would be you know good to date, like people that make a lot of money, probably aren't the best because well, they are married to their job. So mm -hmm. so a doctor, I don't think would be a good what? profession to date. But that's that's one of the standard classic, right? You find a doctor, find you know, like uh, a surgeon. Right. I just don't think a surgeon or, or like an OB or anybody a like soldier that. of fortune. Uh, yeah. Would well, be and good. also yeah, I think you're right, Case. And also doctors, it takes a little while for them to start making some money. You know, they have to. Once they get their own practices, I think when they start to get money, doctors that are just out of school and you know, <laughs> you in see Kathy date, dating a doctor. When are you going to start making more start money? Bringing <laughs> money? When is this never supposed bring home to happen? Uh, no, but I have uh, family members that are, that are doctors, and you know, they're like, it's not what you think it is. It's not. We don't make tons of money. Well, yeah, you don't. Just because you're a doctor does not mean that you're instantly yeah, a millionaire. Right. Yeah. The game. Yeah. No, and no. also what happens is at least a couple of times, in fact, for famous couples. Is that uh, you know the, the the guy will hit big when he finally becomes a doctor he dumps the wife or whatever or right. she you know so she starts making money dumps the husband and goes on to the next marriage. I actually think being a doctor would kind of suck, man. Yeah. I mean unless it's just really your passion, unless you know caring for people and you're, right. and, you're, and, you're, and you're you're you know legitimately just it, you you enjoy the hell out of uh, solving problems and stuff like that. Uh, but I mean it's it's long hours. You yep. got sick people all the time. You you're a proctologist. You got to see some nasty physical things regularly. Well, and press, you're you're pretty much on call like all of the time. Most of the time, yeah. yeah there's very few times where you like, have like uh, uh, tonight's my night. Yeah. I can get yeah. hammered and right. have a good time. Exactly. But a lot of times you can't do that. Uh, like a dermatologist, maybe I would. Uh, you know that could be cool. Well, specialists, yeah. I think yeah. they, they like, make more money. Right. Or like yeah. like uh, like people who get into the sort of the peripheral things, like the uh, the people the, the, the sun monogram technicians or, sure. or you know people have a more like nine to five thing my wife was accepted <laughs> into medical school and uh you know was going to go and then decided uh you know she wanted a life she wanted a life <laughs> and, and that's basically uh that was her sole reason to not go to med medical school because i want to marry a radio producer <laughs> she said <laughs> hey you know what yeah, look where we are now like, okay yeah, it worked uh, out all right um, <laughs> but you know she said that she wants to have a family that she actually sees you right. know okay. so you know, I, I can understand that. Well, you know what? Doctor's not even on this list. Whoa. Is that right? Yeah, this, you would, wouldn't you I, assume that that would be one of the classic pro best professions to date? Yeah. They're I saying no. This is a fairly short list, and I think it was written by a guy, so they're looking for uh, chicks to date. Okay. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's not Stripper's that. probably on that right, list, so then. On Stripper the is definitely on is the list. Is it really? Of not to date. Yeah. Yeah, of worst of <laughs> one of the worst uh, professions to date. One of my good friends did date a stripper, and uh, she worked at a local one, and he said really for the first like month, it was awesome. And then after that, it was just like, what do we talk about now? You know, uh, was She like, was lead dancer at the Fuzzy Vajumic? <laughs> <laughs> no. <Ew. laughs> no, she... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was hot. She worked at um at Delilah's, and you know she was she was a knockout, and it, right. really enjoyed dating with her. But uh, dating her, but you know after a while, just talking with her became a real challenge. Nick, you know what one of the deals is is that, and, and also I've, I found you know that a lot of times those those girls are incredibly engaging and 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 have some uh, some cool stuff to uh you know to contribute to a conversation. Yeah. But a lot of times guys think, okay. 
this is going to be awesome. Yeah. And right. then when they get there, they, they, then they try to change. It's like, we, we how many porn stars have we had in here who said, I broke up because he, he wanted to change me. Right. It's like, well, what the same thing that attracted him to you in the first place is a thing he wants to change after mm-hmm. they get together. Yeah, but uh, strippers are definitely one that is a bad uh, profession. Is this just a list, or do they have it n- the numbered? No, this is a law. No, it's okay. just it's it's a couple <laughs> of uh, things, and and the guy gives his comments. But I thought it might just spark some conversation as to what you think might be a bad profession to go after or a good one uh, to date. Right? Uh, uh, well, do they they don't have good on there, just the bad? But I, I would think someone. No, no, they have good on here too. Uh, a, a masseuse. Um, that probably would be pretty damn yeah, good. Be, yeah. awesome. man, my my uh, my old roommate from college, his wife is now a masseuse. But when she was going through the school, I mean that he, he was her test subject. Sure, you know, absolutely, man. You gotta like, love that. Oh, I got I gotta you know work on hot stone. I, and and actually, I know another guy who's uh, his engaged to this girl who just finished and, hooker school. And no, no, just finished, and he had to you know act like he was pregnant. He had to get like pregnancy massages from her, you know, like where he was like laying on his side. And and I, could you imagine every day? It's like oh, I gotta get a massage. Like <laughs> gotta go wife, through that yeah, again. Yeah. yeah, you know, another good one would be a chef. Somebody oh, today. Oh, a yeah. chef would yeah. be awesome, right? That, yeah. yeah. No, you, but of course the thing is, is that if they do it as a profession, we naturally assume that they get tired of it, you know, at home and don't, I don't know, want but, that. But I would imagine that chefs want to experiment a little bit and try things sure. out, try new creations. Uh, True. Now, the masseuse might get tired of doing it yeah. all the time, but when they're learning, mm-hmm. that's that's the time to definitely be. Oh, and then once that. they get good at it, dump them. No, <laughs> I'd be like, you are a masseuse. Come on. Let's, Rub let's me. Oh, yeah. Masseuse, start Robin. Yeah. Here's me, my junk. You? Start Robin. <laughs> uh, let me see here. On this list of, me. of best professions to date, uh, a photographer is a good one. It says uh, they're, they're almost certainly adventurous, plus they take awesome pictures when you go on trips. And you'll have the best <laughs> sex tapes when they're eventually uh, released. That too. To but, the public. But hey, Allison, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. She's dead be a crazy. Oh. Well, she is crazy. Yeah, but, but that's... Not everyone no, looks like that. Not calendar. all photographers. No, yeah. if, if all photographers look like Allison, it'd be a no-brainer. Uh, but many times, you're, all right, yeah, what I need you to do is raise your elbow. <laughs> and I'm going to make the backdrop. It's going to look like Boca Raton. Uh, they have... <laughs> One of the best professions to date. Not According. Allison bounding in there. <laughs> hey, let's get naked. <laughs> Do you mind? Yeah. I get naked with you. Yeah. Oh, I love photography. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, a, according to this list on Asylum.com, a designer. It says they're creative types who have lots of interesting things to talk about and are in tune with the world around them. Yeah, but I, you know what? I, I like to have a say in, in you know how my furniture is uh, placed in a room. and, and Really? Yeah, like it on the bit. floor. <laughs> I do. I, well, te- you know, most yeah. of the time, I was. You've had no- your couch on the wall phase, yeah. and ninety percent uh, of the time, I like to have my couches on the floor. Ten percent, you know, I, I, floating. Yeah. Do you floating. do you take an active? I will give feedback to the to the to the missus, but I uh, I pretty oh. much Doesn't you matter. really well you really can just save yourself a world of hurt yeah. by just acquiescing and letting. Unless she's saying, "Hey, how about instead of a regular bed, a bed of nails?" Yeah, I, I might pass on that. But uh, anything else? Yeah, sure. No, I'm in on really it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I definitely. Uh, I give my input to to an extent, but uh, she she will if she really is you know passionate. I acquiesce. Do you really? I, I designed our kitchen. I you know yeah. uh, our kitchen 
the way it looks is because, you know, I looked at everything. Geometrically speaking, I was like, this would look better this way. You know? I'm going to put the dinosaur it, here. But, <laughs> uh, R2-D2 is going to hang on this wall. Um, and look, he's a bed maker. Um, but when it came to, like, picking out the, the, the countertops and, and the, the cabinets, you know, she did all of that. But, right. I just, well, yeah, I mean, say? if you're... If you're saying like okay the stove needs to go here because or the you know or the water line is over here so the refrigerator needs to go there that i don't think is really what they're talking about i think the coloring like picking out the countertops and stuff like that is what you know it, did it, you is handle more, is more where we just get the the you know you say you know honey do you like this one or this one which one do you like i like this one so they just kind of agree with you okay great thing no not me i mean like when picking out furniture i have a, like a major say in that i will you know but are I, you do you say like i this is more comfortable i want this one that's i i i'm the judge of comfort exactly yeah. That's what my because does. I said I I preferred certain colors or whatever. I'd give my feedback on that, but the one thing I would stay steadfast on right. is comfortability. Yeah, like I'm gonna look to see what you know which color I like better. Of course, I'll look at you know for comfortability as well. But my husband will sit on it and go, "No, it's not comfortable. We're not getting it." Okay, yeah, let me get next a, one. <laughs> Karen wants to comment on the dating chefs. Hey, Karen, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. What's up? Bad idea. Why? They're they're never home. Yeah. And they don't make a lot of money, and most of them are really temperamental. Wow. Okay. Yeah. How many chefs have you dated? Oh, a couple. Married one. Really? Uh, I, married. Wow. Divorced one. You ever take a knife to you? No. Okay. Well, that, that would be temperamental. Well, the yeah. thing is that when there's that eventual murder-suicide, your body will be presented in a really incredible way. Yeah. yeah. Karen, be garnishing. Was the food? That'd be bad garnishing. Was yeah. the food good, though? Oh, yeah. Okay. Good rock. It right, was really see, good. That would be the upside of it. All right, hang on. Uh, we've got Stephen wants to uh, say something about that, too. Hey, Stephen, how you doing? Hey, guys. Hey, what's yeah. up, man? Thank, Thank you. Man. Appreciate it. Go ahead, bro. Uh, I was a chef for three years. We are terrible people to date. There is so much drugs and drinking in the industry. We work 80-hour weeks sometimes. We make no money. I actually had a fiancé. She left me because I was never home. Like, You're saying that the uh, the industry as a whole is rampant with drug abuse? Uh, yeah, pretty well, much. Well, I mean, is it because you're, you know, it's sort of like bartenders as well. They're, you know, their night ends at 3 o'clock in the morning and they're not going home right away. They kind of, you know, are you with them hanging out after work and stuff like that? Yeah, I, there's drinking on the line. It's just you're under so much pressure. You have so much to do. Huh. It's it's a terrible industry. Well, I, okay. I guess everyone aspires to the level of a um, personal yeah, Bobby chef. Flay or Gordon Ramsay or yeah, something like that. Yeah. But but I guess the vast majority not in that category. Bartender, you mentioned that, Kathy. That would be a lousy one to date, I think. You know, yeah. I would think. I mean, they can make mix you great drinks, but they have late hours and weekends. They're also yeah. constantly socializing, flirting all day long, and having sex with other people. Uh, that's that's going to eat into a relationship. Yeah, that might be a little bit of a damper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hang on. Who'd I, you have uh, sex with tonight? Ah, five or six chicks. Uh, let me go to. Is this uh, Cecil or Cecile? Hello. Cecile. Hi, hey, guys. Cecile. Hey, hey, bitches. Hey, bitches. What's up, Cecile? Um, I am married to a doctor, and it it sucks. It's awful. Um, yeah. The hours, he works all the time. But more than that, he does plastic surgery. So the girls, he, they, I guess because he's a doctor, they're more attracted to him. He's a good-looking guy, but it seems that women think that he has all of this money and everything put together because he's a doctor, and it's just, like, constant. Oh, so you, you're, you're, he, they're constantly firing on him, and he's a plastic surgeon? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so they just hit on him and eat patients, employees. It's just, like, a constant battle how much you know, how much I, boob I, stuff does he do a lot <laughs> oh man did you get I any know, boobs? i have nothing done i'm all uh. natural so you know it's tough to compete with that and it's been we've been married a year and a half 
And FYI, they do not have a lot of money because the student loans are just unreal. Yeah. Plus, also thousand in student loans, and, and and also malpractice insurance. Yeah, is staggering. Is it is. I mean, the, if he doesn't pay that, you know, we're done. So that that bill goes first, and it's just you know, I mean, eventually he'll make a lot of money. But I do very well myself, so it's, I'm not in it for the money. But yeah, it's not. It's not fun. At you know all. what you need? You need to get a job where you handle guys' uh, genitals all day. Yeah, <laughs> just to just to compete. I do. I'm in the stock market. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Nice. I like that. Uh, my friend's a surgeon, and, and um, he uh, he joined the Navy, and they pay for his med school, and then he gave him two years. You know, that's an awesome way to go. I mean, and then he doesn't have any student loans. No, he's good. Awesome. Um, let me see here. I have uh, a couple other calls. Let me go to uh, Tabitha. Hey, Tabitha, how you doing? Good. How you guys doing? Good. What's up? So, uh, I'm in the EMS field, and, like, our hours suck. Yeah. Because you have to, like, put in about five years, like, minimum of just volunteer time. Because you need experience to get, like, a paying job. Right. Which means you got to work first shift, second shift, third shift. You have to work 24 hours to 48 hours straight. Yeah, I would imagine that would, to, to even get to meet other people would be, or, you know, to go on dates would Not be unless, really hard to schedule well, we, that. Not unless it's a patient. Up, <laughs> you don't want to date those. <laughs> right. I couldn't notice you have a gaping wound in your chest. Ew. Right. Yeah. yeah. Let me, let me uh, poke around in there. <laughs> but, and what it happens is that we end up dating, like, our partners, oh, or or we already have a significant other, and there's a lot of cheating going on because you have female and male partners. And, yeah, you know you're with them for 48 hours, and, and you have, have a like bed in the back of the vehicle. Of yeah. <laughs> Dude, they've done it back there. Oh yeah, yeah. they have to. Yeah. EMS is they're in the back of the ambulance all the time. Tabitha, you ever done it in the back of the vehicle? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. told you. Clear. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Be awesome. and, and you you have uh, you have all sorts of syringes and stuff. It's yeah. awesome. Right. Toys to play with. Yeah. All sorts of torture devices. If, if you are an EMS, you have time to kill a lot of the time as well because you're, just, yeah, you're sitting around right. waiting for the next call. And if you're dating somebody or if you're just bored and you're hanging out with a bunch of uh, coworkers of the opposite sex, I don't think it's that stretch. Uh, you know, a stretch of the imagination that they're going to do that. Yeah, right. It's, it's a lot of. I mean, like I said, me and my boyfriend are both in that field, so it's. It's like, who are you working with today? Oh, oh, okay. Right, right, yeah. Hard. yeah. Great. Uh, Preston, have you ever dated a uh, someone whose job just effed up the relationship? Mm, like a hooker? No, I never <laughs> dated a hooker. Um... Oh my jaws! No, me. I, I, I don't think I have. Uh, I, don't, okay. I don't think I've ever dated anybody where their job was F an issue up, yeah. to me. Has uh, your job ever been an issue to them? Maybe when yeah. you were in your rock star days. Well, on the list here is one of the worst people to date is a singer or entertainer. Ah, really? Uh, so I, I would think it, that means people in a band love them and leave well. them. I was a comedian for a long time and and uh, stand up and yeah, it's, was that hard? You're yeah, on the road all the time. But I did. I have always kept relationships. I and yeah. I was always even out on the road. I was always faithful to uh, whatever uh, woman I was dating. It's funny um, when uh, before I had even met my wife, there was a stripper uh, that that we all know that was trying to get me to go out with her. Oh, I know who that is. And uh, yeah, and, and, the and, one who had the, the, the slight paralysis on the yeah, face. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, Bell's palsy girl. <laughs> no, she was a oh, stormy. Stormy. I know. I, you know what stormy? <laughs> no, no, I know you're talking about. Uh, she was hot. Yeah, yeah real hot. Yeah, and, and I tried to. Oh. Um, let me see if you're right. Yeah. 
No, oh, no, no, I, no. I know oh. who it is. No, yeah. we yeah. all and we love her. Yeah. Um, but and, and I would like talk her down. Right, and be like, down. listen, I'm lazy, and like all I do is lay on the couch when they get home, and and blah blah. And she's like, that's what I love to do. Really? Yeah, yeah. but you guys would have complete opposite hours. Oh yeah. You know, she'd be working at night, and you'd be working obviously yep. in the morning. Who is it? <laughs> Not the last name, but the first name, yeah. Oh. Wait, really? really? Yeah. Wait, the real skinny one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She did not. You I just thought no, that. No, no. He's straight up. I'm she straight said up. it to me. She she would talk to me wow, about dude. it. Like, oh, you know, we would be so great together. And I'm like, dude, you should have gone for that. Wow. This is before Diane, right? This is before Diane. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> Very disappointed in you. I just didn't, you know. She was smoking hot. I think she tried for my brother, too. Yeah. I mean, at least to get some. I yeah. mean, come on. <laughs> How many couch dances did she give a night? Uh, wait, hold on, go back. I, I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not that confident in myself. Yeah, but she let not you pick the couch. I know, but like not that, <laughs> that. That I think it's a bad profession because I, you know, no, uh, we, a, we know plenty of girls, after, that, and they're that do wonderful. It. Yeah, be and tough to be in a relationship with somebody. I, though. I just couldn't do it. And I bet they'd be the first to admit that yeah. it's tough to keep a relationship right. when you're when you're a dancer like that. She used to be able to put her legs behind her head. Probably still can. Uh, let me go. She's probably doing it right now yeah. over a picture of you. Let me go to. <laughs> Let me, go, let me go to Mike. <laughs> Mike, how you doing, man? Mike, you're on the Mike. air. Mike! Says this is Mitch. Oh, hey, it's Mitch. Mitch. Oh, Where's Mike? <laughs> Why do you spell it M-I-K-E? What's up, Mitch? Go ahead. The C-H hey, yeah, is silent. So, uh, I happen to live with a designer. And she's a graphic designer, artist, and also an art teacher. But uh, let me tell you, I don't let her put the couches and stuff anywhere because <laughs> she doesn't use logic or reason when she does it. She uses design. So, like, you can try to walk into the apartment and totally kill yourself if she sets it up. And so I use my logical guy brain. Yeah. Look, if you put the couch in the way of the door, people can't walk in. <laughs> it's kind of weird that that's the case because also people who, who are contractors, their houses are always the ones that aren't finished. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. The, the, the doorknobs are falling off. Yeah. All that. It, they, their own homes are in disarray, but they go work on other people's houses. There are uh, two single people on our full-time staff, um, one of them in the other room, Marissa and, and Matt Cord, and I imagine that uh, they, that radio people are probably cool to date initially, but uh, probably eventually are not. Yeah. You know, I, I, it probably wears thin relatively Yeah, Marissa soon. got dumped hardcore. By a doctor. Uh, yeah, by yeah. a doctor. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, you know, uh, but I bet Matt's a, a good date, you know, He's, he has access to tickets and, you know, If that's what you're in, in for it, yeah, that's a home run. If you're going long term, if you're thinking of a long term prospect, which I assume this list at least aspires to lead to, right? Uh, I don't know. It just it right. just talks about dating. But then for 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 a fun date, for a good yeah. time, we got access to stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, that's one of the perks of our job is that yeah, we can get tickets to things. But Matt's hours suck. That that's, that's uh, true. Hours are, have a lot to do with whether it's decent to date somebody well, or not. Can you uh, do they jive with your own? Preston, hours, our you know? hours. Uh, you know, we. we I mean, you're, you're, what time do you go to bed? Uh, 9.30. 9.30. Yeah. Yeah. And I I'm a little to. bit later, but, you know, you, you think about, uh, you know, the events that we do at night. You know, we're going to be out tonight. Steven, you and I are going to be out tomorrow night. I'm going to be out on Sunday evening. Y you know, so so it doesn't. My wife was with her bridge group last night. It's, yeah. it's her and a, a nine of black eyes. <laughs> <laughs> They all like to play bridge, right? They They play bridge. Yeah. But they, they might not. But they might not be playing bridge. That might Maybe be. Oh, uh, they may be doing something else. <laughs> and no, they no, can't, that's you, not good. You <laughs> can't go because you're sleeping. Uh, I just. Oh. I was glad she had a hobby. <laughs> 
Hold on, Marissa's got a comment. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it can be hard to date like anyone on a morning show like this because it takes a lot to accept that our lives are open books yes. and everything that happens in our life is a story and we talk about it to hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, yeah. And the only th thing you have time for is your bridge club, right, Marissa? Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, I found time last night. No, but my wife was playing house with with my daughter the house? other day. Yeah, oh. house. And uh, and so the TV show or I just a game. It was another card game we were talking. About. No, uh, no, but you're talking about people on radio. And and she said she pretends she's a pissed off doctor. She said it was so eye opening because you know you don't realize how perceptive you know three year olds can be. But like she said, everything that that. Um, that was, you know, played in this little game of house w revolved around me. Like we were having dinner and, and daddy was on the phone at dinner. And then, uh, like, I mean, it's just like, all right, daddy's got to go to work. Really? And, yeah. And then daddy's got to take a nap. And I was like, oh man, I suck. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Hang on. Let me go to, uh, Drew here, who is a bartender and wants to comment on that profession in dating. Yo, Drew, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? You guys rock. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Hey, guys, I work three jobs, uh, one as a bartender on the weekends, and I've lost three serious relationships over this. It's tough, man. Is it, is it dealing with the uh, with the inherent jealousy? Um, well, they going into a uh, relationship, they know that I do work three jobs and bartend. Right. Like, oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, bartend, that's fun. But, you know, you go months into a relationship, and they're just like, okay, yeah, this sucks. You know, you're behind the bar, you know, you're flirting with girls or flirting with you. It's part of the job. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I do it because I'm making a ton of money. Sure, and, sure. You know, the money's addicting. And could, I live on you, you, if the, if the uh, situation was reversed, would you have a, a hell of a time dealing with if your, if your girlfriend was a bartender and you knew well, she had no. to do the flirting? N not at all, because I know what the bar industry is like. I've been doing it for seven years now. Right. And, uh, I mean, I would trust that person. If they say that they're there to work and they're not going to be screwing around, then, then I'll trust their word. But, but uh, you know, when Bart, and I would imagine it's the same with, uh, with, with radio, like, did your girlfriends, would they show up to your bar, you know, like Friday, Saturday night for, you know, in the beginning and like, you know, get a couple of free drinks here and, and it was fun. And then that gets tiring for them, right? It does. Cause, um, you know, to come down to my bar and it's, it's uncomfortable for me too, cause I'm there to, to make money and part of, the bar industry when you're a bartender is you have to interact with women, whoever, and you do flirt and they sit you know your bar, they stare at you, they get jealous. It's very uncomfortable and it's hard for me to to, to focus on what I'm doing. Right, so, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean you're that's, you're working you know, for tips, you know? Exactly. And that's all part of the industry, but a lot of the times they do not understand that and uh Yeah, I would imagine yeah, anything like that that puts you in proximity to yeah. you know, I mean like, like the the plastic surgeon who's doing boob uh, breast augmentation all the time it's going to be a bitch for the wife to have to deal with that. Yeah. There are two calendar girls, one of whom is coming in today. Jenna uh, bartends and yeah. and Cat with a C also bartends and, and waits tables. And they, you know they've talked about how that affects their relationship. The, the flirty nature of that job of getting tips of working that angle. Like Brittany works at Hooters and Megan works at Hooters. I mean, it's got to just affect any relationship they ever have. And they're, I mean, they've they've got they God made them. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, to to be able to turn it on, you know. But I but I know that when they, like they've had their their relationships, they're they're, they're they stay true to the relationship. Yeah. But I, I, if you're the guy on the other end of that, you've got to be saying, "Oh my God, 
I'm going to die every time she walks out the door. I know my wife used to show up to a lot of our, our, our events, you know, whether it be a singles mixer or this or like a, even a haunted hayride tonight. You know, in the beginning, that was fun. You know, you go and she got tired of it after a while. Did, did your wife, wife used and you Claire used to, to come like, all the time? Uh, and, stuff, but a lot yeah. of times it's, it's just she's got to do, she does her own things now right? yeah. because a lot of times we're, we're working. Bridge. We're yeah. working. She's playing bridge. <laughs> she's so good. You know, it's funny. I asked her to, to teach me how to play and she said she really wasn't that good at it. <laughs> She's got to keep practicing, yeah. right? Yeah. It's funny going back to Drew with the bartender thing and the, and the flirting and uh, with waitresses and stuff. Uh, it, you know, I remember the last time I went into Hooters and, you know, this young, smoking hot girl is the waitress and just totally flirtatious and stuff. And I'm sitting there looking at her going, you are, that, that is such garbage. Yeah. Are you, you are, I've just, seen me. You are royally kissing my ass. Yeah. I've seen me. I know what I look like. Stop it. Stop patronizing what me. What they need to Christ do, Preston, sake. is put their, the, the napkin holders have, need to have mirrored, uh, sides to them so that you can hold it up and go, oh yeah, alright. <laughs> I'm still hideous. <laughs> um, Remind yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, the the list, of the, the 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 professions according to this asylum dot com, and, and it's an incomplete list, but it's just a, a, a way to kick off dialogue. But they're saying that the best uh, professions to date, yes, are librarians. Okay. Um, Why are they boring? No, because uh, they know the Dewey Decimal System. That, no, they say that uh, people think that librarians are uh, just waiting to you know jump out of their shell after being so. You know, demure at work all day long. Sometimes they're very happy living in that show. Uh, yeah. Photographers, designers, and uh, conservative activists. <laughs> conservative <laughs> activists? That's a job? They That's were a saying job? that it's uh, sexual <laughs> repression and wow. uh, makes up for wild sucks. nights. It does. <laughs> but Ann Coulter. I'm not, I'm not going by this as, as, as Bible here, but the worst are singers or entertainers, uh, a sexpert or sex columnist, because you know how many of those yeah, are out tons there. tons of them. Uh, actresses are also because they're attention whores. Uh, yeah, and, I can see, but also there's an adventurous side to to women who are you know who yeah. do the state. Casey used to say that nailing uh, the you know the, the the drama department was a great place. Oh to, well, you, not yeah. that I got any of yeah, that in but high you school, saw it. but yeah, you knew what was, was happening. It was there. <laughs> oh, dude, and I didn't find out until later. Some. I've heard that the drama department. But no, there was this one girl that was in the play. Like, all you really had to do was just give her a ride home from the play. And that was it. It was like, called 12 Angry yeah. Men and Velma. I was like, really? And she had huge knockers. Yeah. And so you know? did you ever give her a ride no, home? No, I didn't know until afterwards. But like, people would like fight. No, I'm driving her home today. I got, I got this. And when was this? In high school? This is in high school. Here, wow. why don't you sweep up? Yeah. Uh, and then strippers are the last on this Interesting. List. So worst and uh, best professions to date. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. Uh, let's see what's up in traffic this morning. Kathy, what you got for us? Google Expressway eastbound slows the Blue Route to Belmont, the Boulevard through to Gerard. Westbound Bear Avenue to South Street, the Boulevard to Belmont. Uh, 202 northbound slows from Bear Avenue to... Wait, what What did I just say? Uh, Bear Avenue. Avenue. Are, you off, are you off your medication? I have off my medication. <laughs> what? did I just say? <laughs> I was starting to I'm do sorry, the same thing. Did I mention a racket? I'm sorry. I was spacing a little bit. I was buying some shoes from Capizio. <laughs> How do you know what Capizio shoes because are? Because I stand right next to you. What the hell is wrong Capizio with shoes you? are the kind of shoes that dancers use, right? No, but, I, but I'm not buying Capizio shoes, but you know that that I is know. a dance shoe. That's what's wrong Because I'm a journalist, goddammit. <laughs> 
Okay, anyway, I was saying the same line over again. I didn't want to do that. Okay, so 202 northbound slows from 30 to Route 29. I was saying the same line over again. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> okay, um, 95 southbound. Stop it. <laughs> That's slow for the Betsy Ross Bridge through to Girard. And then uh, the Blue Route northbound slows 95 to Springfield southbound for the Mid-County Tolls to the Schuylkill and then for Springfield <laughs> over to Media. 30 bypass eastbound jams 340 to 113. Uh, and watch for an accident in Phoenixville, Nut Road at Main Street. <laughs> Busted. 42 north, backing up Coles Road to 295. This traffic report is brought to you by the MLB postseason on TBS. Watch Ryan Howard and the Phillies take on the Dodgers for a... Wait a minute. Is this the right one? Oh, man. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, I read the wrong sponsor. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's right. It's the right. 15th today, right? Uh, and LCS, yes, game one action begins tonight at 7.30, only on TBS. And that's Those you can trust. On <laughs> 93.3 WMMR. All right, uh, thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, <laughs> really? You know, I, I didn't mean to. Yeah, not really, but. Um, <laughs> we have to say it. I, I did not mean to share this in front of it. We have a studio full of people, but. Uh, and three mascots? Yeah, and three mascots, Manny, Mo, and Jack. You never want to say it in front of the mascots. And, uh, you know, hot cam and stuff, but uh, my balls are killing me. <laughs> you were talking about it last night, and I've, I've been there. I've lived it, Donnie. I have. Jock itch. I, I'm assuming it's got to be jock itch. That's the only thing that I can come up with, because it's been a couple of weeks. <gasps> and very weeks? No, no. I've had it. I've had it in cases where it, it, it'll go on and on and on. You got it. You got to clean out everything. I know you like to wear the same underwear for weeks. No, on. I do not. <laughs> no, right, well, no, hold on. What is jock itch? It's apparently it's it's fungal in nature. Yes. Right. So I have a fungus. I have Fermunda cheese, like you wouldn't believe. No, I, I don't know. It's it's fungal. And, and there's oh, got to be, yeah. be medicine for it, right? Like a yeah, there is. I'm, right now, I'm using tough actin tenactin. And, and that's so, not that's working. A, that's a good one. Not so far. But this I, is the second I've medication only, you've used. I've only been using it for about three days. Listen, for, at first I was powdering like crazy. I mean. Oh. It, it looked like the uh, you know the the little powdered donuts no, that you would get. You got to uh, you got to store. You got to run the route on the on the tenactin. Okay. Gotta, well, at first I was going with the powder because you want to keep things dry, you know, and so forth. But it was just the, the burning, the itching, all the all the standard you know things that you hear about it. it that just make it so fun was driving me crazy. So I finally went to uh, you know a pharmacy and I got to tenactin and it's it's for jock itch and it's a cream and I've been putting that on for about this three. Man's or four. balls are itching. Do we have anything <laughs> for him? Is it uh, athletes? Foot on the ball. Attention, bring over some stuff for this man's balls. Um, is that I, what it is? I, I don't know. To well, be honest, I've never had it. Yeah, Tenactin normally is used for athlete's foot, right? So I am assuming that it's got to be very similar to the, the whatever causes athlete's foot is the same thing that causes jockers. I, I believe it is. And there, what, there's Cruex as well, right? I don't, I, I don't know about Cruex, but, you know, I I had Gold Bond. Uh, Gold Bond cream, works well. Not the powder. See, I think, I think you made the mistake of going straight to the powder. Um, I think you, if it's been going on for weeks, that's not normal. How many weeks? Well, well all, all weeks. always the voice of confidence. <laughs> I don't know you know nothing normal. about it, yet you're going, <laughs> I that's not normal. I would just Dr. Think, Kathy's in. I would just think if you had something for weeks, like Nick, who had the poison, whatever, he had it for like eight weeks, and then he was like, oh, maybe I should go to the doctor. No, but right, you're you're right, Steve, because the first thing you said yeah, in this I conversation is, what is, is junk itch? <laughs> well, I don't think you're doing it right. I'm just saying, that's not normal. Let me see those x-rays. If you have something for weeks, that's not good. That can't be good in any situation. Uh, well, yeah, I, I mean, uh, but I've only been treating it for a couple of days, like he, three all, days. He's only been properly treating it for a couple of days. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, if you if you put the powder, I was told one time, I've, I've had it like two or three times in my life. And it, it, you're active, you exercise a lot. Yes. And that's how it day. happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do as well. 
I keep a small fan in my shorts, though. That's how I get fat. <laughs> well, I had uh, I had jackets once once in college, and um, I, I went straight to the Gold Bond cream. Right. So, uh, and, and, and how long before it was taken care of? It was it was a few days. It was longer yeah. than I wanted it, but um, you know, it, it, when, it didn't linger for weeks. When it burns, it burns uh -huh. like a mother. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me go to Chris here. Hey, Chris, yeah. what's up, man? I wrote a song about an octopus. <laughs> nice. That's from Dewey Cox. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Good. All right, what's up, man? Uh, when I was in high school, I used to play uh, ice hockey, and uh, I got it really bad. And so my dad told me to put Seabreeze on it, which is the worst thing to put on. Wait, what is Seabreeze? You mean like the like, mixed drink? No, like a, no, no. Let's get an astringent, yeah. right? Yeah, I had yeah. it poured in my mouth. Yeah, Wait a minute. What? Wait, yeah. what is Seabreeze? Jeff's and Jameson, you can put on this. It's just an astringent. It's something that you can get at a pharmacy, and it just you know cleans out your pores or whatever. It's in the testicle section. It's not in the testicle section. It's like it's a like, face face cleaner. Like like what a uh, you know oxy pads would be. Oh, it's, oh. It's, it's gritty, is it not? No, 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 no. It's just clear liquid. liquid. It's yeah, like it's alcohol, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. Essentially oh. the same thing. Yeah. God Almighty! And that what that does is totally dry out. Chris, what, did it did it do anything? Well, after he got done laughing at me for about three hours because I was in screaming pain, um, it it just. I guess it did go away. It just burnt off basically all of it. But you're you're you're, you're cauterizing the the jock itch. Then I don't I don't I, th I don't think that's the way. I, to go. I don't want to go that route. To hold a torch up to your sack, Preston. You'll be the same result. No, I don't want to do that. Although you know, it is really awesome, Preston. You have a fan at your house? Yes. Yeah. Throw some gold on on air, and then uh, just kind of sit in a fan, sit in front of a fan. <laughs> no, I get some nachos. Yeah. Listen, I did I did the fan thing. Yeah, it's awesome. No, no, I did it. It did not help. Oh, uh, but that was before I was using the cream. I was using the. Uh, the well, then just get a fan the of the show. Uh, no, not <laughs> to blow on it. Yeah. Craig Craig yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any anybody here? Craig Stop that. <laughs> What's your name, Lou? <laughs> no, but I've I did the fan thing. That didn't work out for me. When I had the poison sumac for a week, Kathy, you not did eight not have weeks. It for a week. Yeah, uh, somebody recommended that it would pour bleach on it, and uh, and then you know I never did that, which I'm really glad that I did because I did talk to a doctor about it, and he's like, bleach might end up curing it or drying it out, but it's a terrible way to treat any infection or, or skin disease. So, uh, you know, I, I think going to the pharmacy and getting what they recommend is probably the best way and to do did. it. And you did. You're doing that. Uh, yeah, I, did, I didn't talk to a pharmacist or anything like no, that. No, you just, just some guy in the Nile. <laughs> yeah. Here he was. Here, put SlimFast on it. You get that itching, the cracking, the burning. That's when you want a medicine at Axto. Boom! Tough acting, tin acting. That's what I got. Boom! Uh, no, but uh, you know what? Uh, I've never done this myself, but have you ever heard of like a guy using a feminine product to... Uh, I, I know a guy who would put Vagisil... Vagisil, Monistat, something like that? Is uh, it the same at, for, at its core? Is it the same in... in Fungal infection? I, I don't know. I assume it probably is. I don't know, but I'm not no. using it. What about a salt bath? Uh, I, I, I have no idea. Um, hang on, let me go to. No, what, I mean, about, what about plane walking, wing walking? Let me go to Jen. Hey, Jen, how you doing? Good. Good. What's up, Jen? I was calling because my husband started using Dermaplast after I had our kids, and they'd given me that for episiotomies. Mm -hmm. And he uses that all the time. Now it clears him up in like a day or two whenever he gets it. Dermaplast. What, what dermaplast. is what is the main intention of uh, of Dermaplast? What is it used specifically <laughs> for? I honestly don't know, but I know it's for minor cuts and abrasions. Okay. And all that stuff. It says it on the hospital gave it to me, and I know they saw it over the counter. That's like Neosporin. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, uh, I don't know. I, you just need it, like, because it's, it's moist down there. You know, you, I think you just need to try and keep it dry at all costs, which is why I recommend, you know, the, the fan technique. If you can if you can fan your balls <laughs> at, at all costs. Yes. Yeah. Hey, uh, the doctor's in. Let yeah. me go to Ron. Hey, Ron, how you doing? <laughs> hey, Preston, how you doing? Good. What's up, man? 
Uh, I went through the same thing. Uh, don't you suffer from psoriasis? I do, yes. Yeah, well, I had the same thing, and I went into the doctor, and uh, he took care of it. He gave me a prescription, and about a week later, it was all cleared up. What did, yeah, but, uh, what, what, what did he I, give you? What I have, though, does not emulate like. the psoriasis that I have elsewhere on my body. Yeah, I know, exactly. Uh, I didn't think it was psoriasis either, but that's what he diagnosed it as. Really? Oh, yeah. Man, you okay. Well, you, 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 you could quite simply have, you know, I, you know. I mean, I, I watch some medical shows. I can take a look for you if you want. But I'm, <laughs> it's, uh, it's not going to be you know what? authentic. It's, it's never, no. ever comfortable when you have to show your, even your doctor, the person, the yeah. one person that you oh, can no. absolutely trust. Or, or, or a John. <laughs> no. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Nick no. knows what you're talking about. But I mean, <laughs> nice hand gesture. Yeah. Uh, he's no, not just looking at it either. He's touching. I'm always hesitant, yeah, to even do it. And uh, I, I am, I am now firmly, I am bonded for life in a way to Dr. Gary that no yeah. one. Can. <laughs> and that's awful. Yeah, he has. Uh, he well, has gone do, places that has my wife the, has. Oh, has he done yeah. the digital exam? Oh yeah. Oh, that's not fun. That is not fun I mean, at all. He's got small fingers, thank God. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't matter. Jeez, really? Oh, don't tell me you 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 would take like ET as your proctologist. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, he donked it. Huh? Yeah, he donked <laughs> it right out my mouth. <laughs> Kathy, you ever had the digital exam on no. the back on the back door? No, am no. I supposed to? I don't know, guys. Bend over. Steve's yeah. seen a lot of medical shows. I've seen a lot of medical shows. I got a pen line. Though. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go to Steve on the line. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Matt Damon. Hey, Steve, what's Matt going on, Damon. man? Uh, not too much. I uh, just wanted to call and let you guys know there's a, there's a cream that my dad used to always buy. He'd buy, buy the case, and it's called Resinol, and it's for minor skin irritations. Okay. This stuff takes away anything. I mean, it's the stuff that you take to the beach with you when you get sand down there and whatnot, and it works great. All right, so this is for the crotch area. Yes. Yeah, Re Resinol. Okay, I wrote, I wrote it down. Uh, and well, can, you, I, can I should, should I be able to get that at CVS or any place like that? I don't think so. I've never seen it there. He usually bought it over the internet. I mean, I think it's a, no, you, a real. You got to you got to order it from no, South you, America. I'm not doing that. It's made in one lab down there. Check it out. Unfortunately, I don't think it's actually. Yeah, I think it it's is. It's not legal. Deal, All right, thanks. Yeah, it's not legal. But it's not legal. No, it. press. It looks like you can. It's, it's made no. from baby's blood. It's an ointment. <laughs> Uh, hang on a second. Let me get. Res, you see, Resinol is. Uh, check CES.com uh, yeah, or. I got a doctor on the line. Dr. V. Hey, Dr. V. Yeah, hey, I'm here, guys. How hey, are you? Good, man. What's going on? Good. Listen, you guys, this is a fungus. It's tinea. If you get it in the feet, it's called tinea pedis. If you get it in the crotch, it's tinea crura. It's the same thing that women get that diaper rashes are frequently. So you have to use an antifungal, nystatin, ketoconazole, one of those things. So what, what would you Wait. say is the best over the counter antifungal cream available? Well, uh,. You know, I don't know if ketoconazole comes in a non-prescription form. I think it does in a lower dosage. And you can't just use it for like a day or two. got to use it for like a full week or two because this rash will just come back very quickly. There you well, go. So what he's using, is that not right? I don't know. What is he using? I missed that part. Uh, I'm using... Tough actin, tin actin. Tough actin, tin actin. Yeah, that actually has some antifungal ingredient in it, so it's an antifungal. But I don't know if it's going to be strong enough. And you, what you have to do is keep the area very dry as you use this uh, cream. And you have to use it for at least a week or two. And the moisture lets the fungus grow back. Hey, there you go. doctor, I said the same thing, uh, and I didn't have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in medical school. Uh, but would you recommend sitting in front of a fan? Yeah, that's great. I love that. That's the best thing to do. Yeah, even, uh, oh! e even when you don't have it. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, now, Preston, you, the concern for you is you have the Prince Albert. Uh, yeah, of course. That's, that's always a problem. Hold on. What are, uh, oh, do we lose him? 
Mm. Yeah, the I wanted to, you didn't even know. You don't even know what he said to use, do you? Yeah. Uh, antifungal. An antifungal, cream. antifungal. I know, but he yeah. gave you a we name have podcasting. of one. You know, there's, there's all pretty right. much they, they all are. I mean, there are prescription ones. I, I looked it up and, and uh, did a little bit of research, and I just want to make sure that that's, itchy. that's what I have or not. Or uh, the guy who mentioned the psoriasis thing. Now I want to go to my dermatologist and get that checked out. Well, it, I think you. I think with your lifestyle, I think it's just probably going to be straight up. Chalk itch. Yeah. Wait a minute. Jimmy has a pinch and roll technique. Oh, <laughs> well, I got to hear that. <laughs> to see what this is. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, what's up? Hey, what is the pinch and roll technique? Well, I would say, you know, you don't don't use cream on it. That takes away half the fun. You know, the fun is scratching it. But don't use your nails because you might irritate it. Right. Just use the pinch and roll technique. Been, oh, I know yeah. what you're talking about. I've yeah. been doing the pinch and roll technique. It still makes it worse. Uh I Snap. I Sorry, yeah. man. I've, I've, I've attempted. Now, on standard, just regular, everyday crotch itching, that's a great technique to use. It is. But this, it, it exasperates. Exasperates. It exacerbates. Yeah, exacerbates. It exasperates. It's, you lose it the makes entire it worse. state. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't the, uh, the applying of the cream actually be a little fun? Couldn't you have a, you know drag that out for a little Come bit? On. <laughs> Come on. He's exactly cream? right. Yes. Yes. Any type of lubrication, this. Kathy. Is, it actually is kind of nice. I, see? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's got your a head cooling, out soothing effect. <laughs> Kath, I'll make a video for you. <laughs> no, that's all right. Put it up on and your Make it like one of those annoying gold bond commercials where they talk to Madge in Cincinnati or whatever. That rings uh, with a tarry substance around my sphincter. <laughs> I applied the powder and it feels much better now. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to Madge. And, uh, <laughs> little uh, I had blood in my stool, and I did a gold bond on it, about six to ten pounds, it looked like my ass was snorting cocaine. <laughs> uh, hang on, let me go to CJ. Hey, CJ. Hey, man, I'm a PA, and um, I can tell you guys a funny story. Actually, I want to agree with Dr. V with what he said. That's exactly what you want. You want to see if you can find some ketoconazone or diflucan? Okay. okay, he said uh, keto karma chameleon or some chameleon. Some chameleon. Some Some karma chameleon. Bartle do on that. <laughs> yeah. yep. But if you can find anything in the pharmacy that ends in Azole, A Z O L E, that'll probably treat it. Well, there's but a woman quick. who works in my place named Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind rubbing this? <laughs> <laughs> she's the chick that called yeah, yeah. the gold bonds. Hey, she, she knows what she's doing. But uh, I can tell you guys a funny story real quick if you want to listen. I saw a couple patients who got the same type of thing, but they got it around their mouth and they got it in their groin area, and they actually got it from their wife who was having an active yeast infection yeah. at the time. So yes, we we've heard similar stories and and on who had it on their hand rc yeah rc had the fungus on his hand Mm -hmm. well and uh the wife has uh refused my advances because of this she's right she'll 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 get well she looked it up and said that there is and and, uh, cj do you know if uh skin-to-skin contact can possibly uh you know you can pass it on someone Oh yeah, absolutely. And, she, and she's doing the walk. You don't. Yeah. You don't need to be making a muffin when you're doing the yeah. walk. I don't know, man. You've had sex in weeks. Uh, yeah, it's been a couple weeks. I'm surprised you even Sucks. made advances uh, because I would just feel so unsexy right now, right? Are you with me, guys? No, <laughs> no you guys are doing. Casey, I always feel so sexy. Yeah. I don't know, man. Because I use my Bed Bath & Beyond products. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it, no, it hasn't really hampered my appetite or anything like that. <laughs> no, I understand well, the eating? appetite's still there. <laughs> it's just a little spicy right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a chalupa. <laughs>
Oh, that's gross. Uh, gross. You look like the chili sign. Um, well, I should. Probably, so you think I should go to my doctor, Kathy? No, go to someone else's doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think you've had it for weeks. I don't know. You talk to Doctor V. Get a, a stronger antifungal cream, or get a doctor with more letters in his name. R- yeah, <laughs> rub yeah, it on there that. and uh, <laughs> see what happens. But I've I've never had it, man. It sucks. You've never had jock itch. No, no. I've had swamp ass. I've had uh, yeah, you crabs, know, right? Crabs. <laughs> I've had that. Lobsters. Sure. No, I never. Prawn. No, 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 none of that stuff. Um, Are you um, adjusting yourself a lot? Uh, no. Are you checking yourself? A but lot? You, yeah. dude, do you remember though? A couple weeks ago, I kept saying how sticking to my leg. Yeah, you know, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that was happening a lot. All right, because I just found out a couple of weeks ago that that George Washington, you know, our first hey, president, no, our founding but, father, but he had like a list, like a a, a list of a hundred things that. Uh, rules that men should live by, and at the top, one of the you know, rules at the top of his list was men shouldn't adjust themselves in public, and but, like adjust their privates in public. Well, I, th- I think he was tr- trying to take the civility way there, and you you really well, shouldn't be cranking on yourself in front of other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you don't disagree agree with that? that? No, I adjust myself all. I, in you this do not. You do not. You would not anywhere. be in front of other in, in, in a mixed company. You would not adjust yourself. He yes, does he it. Does, he, he does it all the time, time Steve. Time. He does. He, he does, does it all the time. All He'll do it in front time. of listeners right now here and here. He does it all the he time. Goes, he, he now, goes in. He pulls. maybe if he's dressed nice and at a wedding <laughs> no, or something I like that, he's not going to do it. If he's giving the keynote, but I've I've seen him. You know, not only adjust himself, but fart in front of female strangers anytime, all the time. He he, you truly do believe that in case. Yes, it's, you're not supposed to do that. Oh, whatever. <laughs> what does he know, dude? Yeah. I've seen, but I've seen him do it so many times. That I George show Washington, you exactly, exactly how he show, does. Show, it. show us. He, pull, he pulls and then he lifts. His, he lifts his leg up. And yep. He, like yep. He, yep. Oh, that's not. I, no, I, 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 there's like, no leg lifting. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. There totally is. Yeah. Oh, yep. man. Yeah. yeah. So you do. You kind of pull down on the crotch first and lift your leg up and shift up. Oh like no, that. no, no. That's because I like to put the boxes in between my legs because yeah. it feels so soft. Well, that's still yeah. adjusting things. That's down, not yeah. adjusting. What's adjusting? Adjusting? Is, adjusting is a little bit different. Are you? That, are you thrusting hand down pants? Uh, that is pulling flesh off of flesh. You know. That is. Uh, <laughs> there's yeah. movement. You have moved your genitalia. Ah, man. No, no. There's two different kinds of adjustment. There's, maybe there's Canadian, you, yeah. <laughs> Actually, American. three. There's Aussie, Canadian, and and the American. Aussies yeah. from down yeah. under. Yeah. Uh, now wait a minute, dude. As far as the other adjusting, is this you thrusting your pants down into your pants? No, the the adjusting that I do the most is not really an adjustment. It's more of a I'm putting cloth in between my legs. Okay, no, but I'm yeah. referring. to... That's an adjustment. I'm yeah. referring to what George Washington. What you think? The father George of our Washington, country. The father of the our man country. who created gold bond medicated. Have powder. you guys ever got got gold? <laughs> <laughs> What? What? <laughs> uh, era. Uh, have you ever had you know like a an errant hair get kind of like stuck you know yes. in a crevice somewhere and you kind and of it adjust, pulls. you pull that yes. you adjust that maybe uh, you know a, a fold <laughs> has. What you're just saying though, yeah. you're you saying adjust. you're adjusting, so <laughs> yeah. you're adjusting. That's an yeah. adjustment. Yeah. No, that, and that's fine. That's an adjustment. Yes. But you know, me putting this is actually the, the the first Continental Congress this is what they talked about a lot. <laughs> well, it was hot. Yeah, it was <laughs> hot somewhere in Philadelphia. <laughs> they didn't have air yeah. conditioning. I think an adjustment has to do with the actual. You know, Pretty, sir. How <laughs> does us keep guys' balls dry? <laughs> Moving of the anatomy. It is altogether. a conundrum for sure, <laughs> Frank. But we have matters of our new country to concern ourselves with. Not yet. <laughs> I have huge ball sweat. When you're mo- take it away, Patrick Henry. <laughs> when you're moving anatomy, when you're moving anatomy, that is an adjustment. For me, 
Uh, I don't think an adjustment is when I'm when I'm making sure that there's cloth touching each you other. Have, you have moved adjustment. your anatomy away from the skin at that point. It is an adjustment. It's uh, an adjustment. And now, by the way, I Ben Franklin up, was yeah. legendary for taking what they call air baths, where he would sit nude and let a breeze blow on his uh, his, his manliness. Who would? Air ben, Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin yeah. Franklin would, would take air baths? Air baths. He'd yeah. also he'd, he'd hang roses down there in, in the, the sweaty nethers. You yeah. are kidding me. And no. he was the first to, is... to pole dance. Yeah. This is... <laughs> well, they had a lot to celebrate. On the center stage. <laughs> that, you're telling me that Ben Franklin, yeah. Yeah. one of our founding fathers, would put roses down his pants. That's no where way. he and uh, Washington differed on opinion. I guess That's so. why he was so cantankerous, because you forgot to take the thorns off. Oh, dear God. <laughs> ah, let's just get this <laughs> and then on the center pole, the pole <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. God. Right, Benjamin Franklin on all fours coming up <laughs> for the tip. Here, right. put it, put the dollar bill behind my bivocals. Well, I will, I will let you guys know what happens. Oh, and, and what ends up working for me? Yes. <laughs> what were we talking about? Jock itch. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's how it started out. And then, of course, logically led to our founding fathers. Yes. We got to take or, a break. Yeah, right. uh, Bam Margera will be here in a moment. Stay where you are. You're listening to Preston and Steve. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. Quickly, an email. Uh, it says, hey, guys, Gedzus, uh, uh, want to let you know that on Facebook today, I found a link to a song about the world effing champion Phillies, and I'm sending it to you, not knowing if you've heard it or not. Actually, I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, but anyhow, um, this was uh, uh, a story they wanted. It says, uh, my text message ringtone consists of the yeah ringtone that goes on and on. I don't know which one that is. Well, what is that? Yeah. Is that this? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's yay. I don't think yay. that's... I don't think that's yeah, but anyway, oh, is, it, just, is it the Todd from Scrubs that we had uh, uh, oh, a few years ago? Yeah! That's yeah, it. That's yeah. it. That's right. Uh, yeah! <laughs> yeah! I love that. By the way, we haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, "I got, I got this off your website." It, it says people uh, always think that uh, someone is hurt or something. Well. Uh, that was all topped off the other day when I almost I was almost arrested. I deliver propane cylinders for Blue Rhino. Uh, they're the little gas bottles for the gas grills, yeah. and I have a truck that carries these bottles that have bay doors that roll up on the sides. While delivering the propane at Lowe's, a friend texted me, and the yeah ringtone went off. Yeah. <laughs> and I had people thinking that, yeah. that I had stuffed yeah. someone inside the bay door, and the cops were going to be called on me until I pulled out my phone and showed them that it was just a ringtone. I started laughing. As they walk by and shaking their heads, but uh, just then my main ringtone when someone calls me went off, and you'll never guess what that one is. It was "Oh my balls." Uh, they turn around again, and I almost died laughing. Uh, oh my balls! Says Gadzooks, Ray John, have an awesome week, and uh, that is from Alan from Delaware. So. We get a lot of those stories about people uh, having the ringtones go off at uh, inappropriate moments. Absolutely, and, and uh, we love them. Uh, WMMR.com for the ringtones. We have a cool new page that's set up for those, and we um, there's stuff that's put up almost. Every day, yeah. There's stuff I'd forgotten about. There's, there's uh, like six or seven, eight pages of uh, sound yep. effects. Uh, so take a look when you get a chance. I, I saw this story online that uh, you remember uh, Elvis's hair went on sale recently. Yes, uh, the hair that was cut off when he was going into the army. Correct. Somebody held on to that, and wow. uh, That's right, man. they're going to make a lot of money from that, I guess. But uh, 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 Elvis uh, 
served, well, me, I should say, uh, served over in, it was Germany, right? I believe so, yes. Right. Well, this is actually Michael Jackson. Uh, singed strands of his hair that were burned in that Pepsi commercial are yes. coming up for sale. Are, how, how do you... Verify. Right. Well, they were collected by Ralph Cohen, who is the executive producer of the commercial. Let me grab some of those. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be worth something someday. Well, if you see the video, he's the guy who comes up. He had taken off his coat and put out the flames on Michael's head. Okay. So, so I guess he's as good a source as anyone. Absolutely. Uh, Michael was said to have never fully recovered from the second-degree burns, and an autopsy reportedly showed that he was almost bald. They said that afterwards uh, he wanted to have sex with children. Oh, yeah. wow. That must have changed his life. That the whole changed everything around. The hair was preserved after the accident in 1984 by Mr. Cohen, and the 12 strands are clearly singed. Uh, they're coming. Up, there's something wrong about that. They're coming up for sale along with a transcript of Mr. Cohen's account of the accident. Uh, in it, he recalls how <laughs> okay. rehearsals had right. gone well, and the first take was fine, and then Jackson walked down some of the steps, and the pyrotechnics set his hair on fire. I'll tell you something, that newly uh, released footage, yeah. I mean, what we originally saw, when his, it looked like a little spark, a little flare-up, but when he walks off stage, his head is engulfed in flames. On fire, yeah. flat out, yeah. Uh, Mr. Cohen had said that... Uh, the soul glow was the only thing that saved him. He recalls in this uh, in this memoir, it says, And then, uh, as Michael on his cue was supposed to come down the stairs, the explosion went off, and the first thing I noticed was he was about halfway down the stairs, and I noticed flame emanating from his hair. Mm, that's not right. And it took me a moment to register what exactly was happening because there were so, there were so many lights and so many different things going on uh, that it was a little confusing, but I noticed that his hair was on fire, and I immediately rushed out from my position. Do you think that still smells really bad because burnt hair just is Horrible. a horrendous smell oh, yeah. but i mean that was 20 years ago or more what do you think if you actually smelled the hair if it would have a burning scent to if it, it would still have that burning no, it smell totally does it, smells it has the smell of burning pedophile don't you remember i did it i, I was at uh i was actually at the brew pub in maniunk oh, and yeah. i have really long hair and i was like leaning over the bar and i was like um can i get you know and ordered my drink and the bartender was like oh my god and he started like patting my chest because my hair was yeah that was the excuse dude. Dude. Fire! No. your hair's on fire <laughs> dude I Quickly, can't. pull your pants down! <laughs> no! The only way to put it out is if I sodomize you. No, I had to get I had to get my hair cut because it, it literally singed up and it smelled. Even you washed it uh, time after time, it smelled for days. I basically was rabbit punching this lady in the back of the head. I was at the Jane's Addiction <laughs> concert in '98. Get out of the way! No, but Sit somebody's down. cigarette, um, the cherry fell out of their <gasps> cigarette and into her hair, and she was right in front of me, and I'm just like. Punching her in the back of the head, just trying to knock the. Uh, she had no idea, like why this random guy behind her is like hitting her in the head. And um, did that? Did she turn around and try and hit you or anything? No, or at first she's or? like, "What did he do?" You know, and I'm like, "Your hair's on fire, <laughs> and you have a speech impediment." Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, that stuff stinks forever. But you know what, Casey, it might still smell like burning hair. I'm not really sure. Well, did, what did the Elvis go for? Has it has it been? You know what? Yet? I, I think don't the, know. they were starting at like 25 grand. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but to continue on what he wrote. He said, "I pull off my jacket, uh, and as I was running, and proceeded to." Uh, as he said, I was Michael, running, slow down. This could be worth money in a few years. Uh, I said, when I reach him, I put it over his head. Uh, the hair in Mr. Cohen's account, as well as a signed color photo in Jackson, are set to make up to it. Now, it says here $2,000 when they go under the hammer. Oh, I, I think it's got to be a lot more. I think it'd that. be a lot more, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, he. you know, if he had, had done this, you know, by himself, his hair caught on fire, you can die from that. My, my grandfather's uh, sister 
died. She was playing with matches, and her hair caught fire, and she oh, died. Oh, sure. Is that why you're chuckling? No, I just have, like... <laughs> hilarious. This is going to kill you. <laughs> but she was, a, I mean... A close family relative died from the same thing. <laughs> well, it was, like, a chuckle, yeah. as, as in, like... I mean... You can't believe it. I can't believe yeah. it. You know? And she was, funny. like, seven years old. <laughs> That's funny. She was seven? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, especially if, you know, if it's a girl who has long hair or mm -hmm. something like that, it can burn for a while. That burns the skin in your skin. I mean, the severe burns, third-degree burns, if, if they're over a certain amount portion of your body, hell yeah, it can kill you, man. That's horrible. Yeah, that is terrible. Not funny. Why would you laugh at that? I mean, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Uh, so anyhow, but they're saying up to $2,000. I got to guess it's going to go for a lot more than that. Really? Yes. Michael yes. Jackson's hair. The, 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 especially oh, yeah. now with the all the all the in incredible clamoring for anything Michael Jackson. Dude, when you have people sl sleeping out for four or five days to get tickets to a movie. I'd pay, I'd pay like five grand for something like that just as an investment. Stick it in a safe and leave it there for 10, 15 years. You'll get, you know. Go visit a, your hair now and then. A bigger return. <laughs> hey, hair. Take it out. Hey, hair. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Even talk like him. Right. Well, was there a struggle to get that hair? You know, you, there were, there were, no, it was on fire on the floor. No, but, like, <laughs> this guy was... Hey, do we want any burning hair? He's forward-thinking enough that, like, all right, we're going to have to send this guy to the hospital. You know, let, me oh, let me scoop this up isn't and save it, it for That's later. what kills me, is yeah. that how, you know, opportunistic at the time. Save that. It'll be worth something. Well, sure. Really? Would you have thought of that? Yeah. And, and it can't be, like... I wouldn't think it's Dude, chunks of hair. It's got to be little strands. We saved, a, we saved a freaking cup that Paris Hilton drank out oh, of. Where yeah, is that cup? That, we, but, well, it was out. hanging on the wall, but then it hung there for like a year. And, and we, we said we put it, it on eBay and we forget to do it. But yeah. Paris Hilton wasn't on fire and you were thinking, oh, you know what? That's but if she be, was, yeah. we would have we would have upped the price. Yeah. yeah. All right. It was like when Steve passed out in the studio and Nick thought, what am I going to do about my job? Yeah. And you ran down to find out about what gigs you had that weekend. Yes. Kathy ran down to find out if she was working on the weekend. I wanted to get it Casey all Casey tried in. to save my life. I tried to save your life because I care. Um, Elvis's hair, will they, they estimate it will go between eight and $12,000. I bet you more. It's got to be more. That's the starting an actual, bid is four. It's not like a gold record. That's a piece of the dude. Right, exactly. That's, that's his hair. Yeah. DNA, yeah. Uh, I guess. You could clone another Elvis. Yeah. But, I, well, then why don't... It'd be like Jurassic Elvis. Why don't all celebrities... <laughs> or... Hey, man, this is me and the dinosaurs, man. Come check it out. I'll come flying up on stage with my pterodactyl. It'll be awesome, man. Why don't they all save their, their fingernail clippings? I mean, that, that's just it's sort of gross. Put in a big bag. Yeah. Pieces are all of uh, Elvis's fingernails. <laughs> yeah. What do you save mean? Save his crap. Yeah. On, uh, well, it's a matter of getting a hold of that stuff. Well, you talk you're about... saying the artists themselves should save all that. Well, they or you know anybody who's giving manicures or whatever to... Uh, the big yeah. bit is, Casey, if you don't sell it at the right time, you know, you, you sell when it's, you know, when it's worth something. Yeah, right. like saving you know, At a certain point, somebody has a bag full of color me bads. Yeah. <laughs> Fingernail clipping. Bad, Jesus. All right, well, anyway, that's going up for sale. I saw something else that is now available on the market. It's extremely expensive. Uh, but, you know, Dyson uh, yes. vacuum cleaners? Yeah. I saw this. Uh, the guy, James Dyson, who's the British inventor, developed a bladeless electric fan. I and Did you look at the diagram to this thing? I didn't look at the diagram, but I saw the, a, the photo. I, I saw a demonstration of it. Kathy, Nick, look at this. Did you guys see this thing? That's a fan. That's a fan. It, it, looks it like basically a, looks like one of those things you make to use to blow bubbles. Or a magnifying glass. Without any glass, yeah, in it. yeah. exactly. Or a magnifying glass used to blow bubbles. Right, you know, but that there's, existed. There, there's no, there are no blades to it. Hmm. 
And how, and how does it generate? And it apparently generates a very strong current of air. Yep. Yeah. And it's the bladeless electric fan goes on sale in the U.S. and Australia. It's called the Dyson Air Multiplier Fan. Right. And it uses advancements in airflow engineering instead of traditional blades to multiply air. And it says multiply in parentheses. Right. That's one uh, of their words. Fifteen times and push out 119 gallons of smooth and uninterrupted air every second. And it's whisper quiet. As a, uh, as a result, Dyson claims that the bladeless fan, which works by forcing a jet of air out of a, n a narrow circular slit and then over an airfoil-shaped blade, is at least as efficient as its bladed counterpart, more comfortable and much safer. Uh, conventional electric fans have gone largely unchanged for years, noted Mr. Dyson. He said the fundamental problem is, has uh, remained the same for more than 125 years. The blades chop the air, creating an uneven airflow and unpleasant buffeting. Could you use this as like a little launcher, you know, get things that, uh, you know, are pretty light in, like ping pong balls? Float them on out? Yeah. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool. It's Maybe. like stupid expensive, though. It's $330. <laughs> $300 and $330. But the Dyson uh, vacuum cleaners are more expensive. Oh As yeah! Well. Oh, Dyson vacuum cleaners are like yeah. five, six hundred dollars. Yeah. And ever since they came out, like other vacuum cleaners have have ripped really, them off, ripped them off, ad adopted sort of that technology. And well, uh, this 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 is apparently this uses him and his team of fluid dynamics engineers developed the technology. That means behind, Gus behind the bladeless fan after studying the performance of an earlier Dyson invention, which is the Dyson Airblade commercial hand dryer. I've told you about this, and I've not used it. I've not seen it oh. or used it yet. Where do they have these? Um, I, I can't remember. I I, I used one. In San Francisco, about a year ago, was oh, the first time I Rice saw one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> San Francisco treat. Um, but press. All you really have to do is you, you <laughs> stick your hands in between these like two like walls, and you just kind of pull them up slowly, and it just blows all of the you know uh, the hand the, all the moisture right off yeah. of you. Yeah, uh, and it's and that uses sheets of clean air traveling 400 miles an hour. Right. And uh, apparently it drives. I've I've heard people mention that thing before. That is yeah, I've, cool. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. I don't know if they have them around here, but apparently it's a uh, it's uh, kind of a. I don't know. A, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, formica. A formica, formica, if you will. I don't know. No, it's uh, it's, it's green. A, it's, it's a unique invention. Oh, sure, is what I'm going. Uh, for. When it comes out, I I, I definitely want to see it. But it's three hundred dollars for a ten inch model, and twelve inch model is three hundred and thirty dollars. But it's weird looking, and I saw a video uh, of it in use, and, and it's kicking and, out and a stiff like breeze. Looking at it, going, how the hell does that thing work? Yeah. Is it, did you say it rotates? It rotates. Oh. You can it oscillates. It does all this. It fluctuates. Stuff. So uh, and it masturbates. <laughs> it punctuates. Ninety eight. It all yeah. rotates. Damn Never that! Know. That guy is good. And a good NXS reference. Thank he has you, a right. British accent. Uh, two things. Valley of Fear has been postponed. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I just got a note that was handed to me. Because of the impending nor'easter? That is correct. The weather is going to be so bad that they are going to go ahead and, and postpone that. We'll get that to a later date. So if you have already won, uh, just be known not to be there tonight. And we'll contact all the winners. Sunday at 7, actually, because uh, Jackson's going to be out there already. So uh, weather permitting, uh, they're going to move it back to this Sunday at 7 o'clock. That's what we talked about in the meeting. Right. And, and that I is well, going to happen regardless of whether or not we're going to be able to attend or not. Oh, okay. So there, anybody that won for tonight, 
Go Sunday at seven o'clock. Okay. Yeah, still right. big deal. MMR presence and right. uh, and uh, hungry flyers for the kids. All right, cool. Yes. Yes. What? <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so we just got the word on that. Uh, we have a guest who is ready to go, I believe, and uh, you have possibly seen him on uh, NBC's show Community. It's a very funny show. We had Joel McHale on from that uh, very same show. It's on uh, tonight at eight. Uh, but you've also seen him in movies like he was in The Hangover, right, Case? Oh yeah, um, uh, yeah, and very uh, funny scenes. Pineapple Express, uh, <laughs> yeah. Step. Brothers knocked up as well. And, Hilarious, uh, and uh, he's a real doctor, right? Yeah, which we uh, we're having a hard time fathoming. Please welcome uh, Ken Jong to the yeah. show. Hey, guys. hey Ken, how you doing? Fine, fine, doing great. Awesome. Now, right off the bat, you are you are an MD. Yes. And, yes. and what uh, what what did you do with that? Do you no longer study or you know uh, practice, practice medicine? medicine? Yes, yes. I was, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I still am licensed technically, and I did, uh, general internal medicine, general practice. I worked for, gosh, about six years, I think. And, and um, this yeah. is a, this is a straight up serious question. What do you recommend for jock itch? No, he's asking because he has it. I have it. This isn't like, um, this isn't free advice. <laughs> Come on, man. You, hey, we, you, we want us to help you. I want a little help from you. Okay, you know what? It, use, uh, use some, you know, use some lamb, you know the best thing, use some lamisil cream over the counter. I think you can use it like once, once a day for like a week and that'll cure it up. Lamisil. So. Lamisil. All right, let me write that down. Yeah, this is a product place. I'm not being sponsored by Lamisil. No, we. M I S I L. So, so you're you're sort of, a, uh, and I'm sure you've. Does anybody uh, else have some problems? Yeah, I have a uh, Atari substance around my sphincter. <laughs> Uh, you you are you're sort of a duty hauser. Infections, anybody? <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah. Let's Lamisil. Okay. Lamisil. All right, guy. Right, we clear that all up. Now I'm saying you, you. I'm sure you've heard it many times before. I, you get the Doogie Howser thing, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've gotten everything under the sun, and you know it's all flattering. So I, I never mind really. So because you graduated high school, it says at 16. Oh wait, you're like the first person to bring that up. Wow, yeah, that I've I've even forgotten that. Um, <laughs> it's I skipped a grade like when I was in second grade. I think my my parents. I made a mistake of telling my my dad like I was in a first grade class and and then I went to second grade. I was like I'm really bored and then and like and I think I was just doing really well and, and my dad was like well we can't have that. So then they made me take a test and then I went up to the third grade. Wow! Did did, did skipping a grade did, did that kind of suck as far as the age difference? I think it made me the comedian that I am today. I, I definitely get to drop on a lot of pain <laughs> wow. from second to third grade. There was that second much of a detect. Wow. I was already shorter than everybody and a year younger, so. Well, you, you, so you were sort of pegged as the ass kicking victim. Uh, I wasn't. I never really got got beat up because yeah. I think I was. I was definitely lucky that I had. Uh, I was self aware enough to like not rub it in people's faces because I was always. I was a reluctant smart guy. I never really. I never wanted to be the smart guy. <laughs> right, I right. Always, I was always embarrassed to be that guy because I was like, you know what? I, look, I, I just. Look, I made a mistake. I just said I was bored in <laughs> second grade, okay? I didn't, I don't, don't beat me up. I really don't care. I'll, I remember in third grade and fourth grade, I actually ended up getting like C's and like, and bad grades just because I was just, I was scared actually. I was just nervous and I wasn't, it's like, this is not what he signed up for, man. So you were, oh, you were getting it from the kids. You get it then from the, from the teachers who know you have a, a, a better capability and absolutely. they're giving you crap. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, re it's really funny you bring that up because, 
Yeah, I, I do, because uh, I think my, my childhood is pretty pretty straightforward, pretty, uh, I, I mean, non-issues. I never got in any fights or anything like that. It was never any big right. business. But I was a little nervous uh, going to third and fourth grade. just because, And then I think by the end of elementary school, then I adjusted, and everybody knew who I was, and they knew kind of like, okay, he's a good guy. <laughs> but so, listen, i, I got to ask. My grades naturally went up after that. It was really funny. Like, the more popular I was, the more accepted I was, actually my grades went up. It was weird. <laughs> You're, um, you know, you were an overachiever, it seems. You, know, you graduated from Duke University. You went to, a, you got your medical degree at the University of North Carolina. Yeah. And how did your parents feel about your, um, your departure from that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was doing, like, theater in college, and I think that uh, it was, kind of an ongoing debate like you know how much i should pursue it and when i was at duke and i think that at the end of the day to be completely honest it was you know i i duke is a really expensive school and i'm from north carolina and i really didn't we're we're wealthy by any any means you know we weren't we weren't poor but we weren't really wealthy so it's like i kind of felt obligated to kind of kind of keep up my kind of finish out what i started at duke i, I did start out as pre-med I was definitely flirting around with acting and doing theater, and but um, but it's not like I had a scholarship or anything, and you know I, I just I don't know if I could really I didn't have the heart to really stick it to my parents that much and and kind of uh, and, and kind of do something that was um, I think in my eyes too I mean not only in my parents' eyes but in my eyes right something kind of unstable and just didn't know I, I really didn't know what I was doing I just knew I loved it. And but I really didn't know what uh, I didn't know what I could do with it. <laughs> so, well, let me let me ask you on on, on uh, regarding uh, community and, and obviously this is a show that you're, you're promoting. Uh, I was just noticing that they, I mean they bumped the time a little bit earlier than they originally had it on. Uh, are they going to stick with this time? And and the fact it's on at eight does that have does that affect the content of the show at all? Um, I think they already they had always planned on doing it at eight o'clock. Oh, okay. So I, I, and they plan on, you know, I, I think if anything, um, they were really generous at giving us the post office time slot at 9.30 because um, they wanted people to have some awareness of the show. Right, or, just to sample it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's like a tapas bar, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> same principle. It's a tapas yeah, bar. Same principle. So, yeah, it was always a plan to go at 8 o'clock uh, on NBC. And no, I mean, the beauty of this show is, like, they, they, have, they really do commit to the comedy. Like, never for once am I worried about, like, oh, this is what... This is going to be a distinction between TV and, and the movies. Right. I mean, the Russo brothers, Joe and Anthony Russo, um, they direct a lot of Arrested Development and a lot of those shows. And Dan Harmon, created the, who created the show, created the Sarah Silverman show. So, so there's really a lot of attention to quality and detail that you know that I was really. Uh, I'm just so happy to be a part of it because it, to me, I don't feel any distinction of being like in a movie or in a TV show. I don't feel any any difference at all, which is great. Um, now, I have not seen The Hangover, and I'm dying to. There are so many great things about oh, no it, but problem. I understand that we see more of you than we may want to see. <laughs> yes, I, yes. Let me warn you right now. Full man, frontal I, nudity. I, I, full frontal. There's a there is, there is full frontal, and just you know, make sure you haven't eaten before you see it. <laughs> Well, you know, that sometimes can work in your favor. Do you feel it did you a disservice or is it, uh, has it helped boost your, your, are you, are you married? Are you single? Oh, I'm married. I oh, well, kids, then it doesn't so, matter. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I, that's the way I look at it. And, and it really was, and I had my wife's blessing to do it prior to. So it was my idea to do it naked. So it was, uh. Now is she, is she getting high fived or sympathy stares? <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is classic. No, uh, I've been really fortunate to have like such a uh, supportive family, supportive wife. My parents, they they were very supportive because I told them, like, you know, I'm going to be naked and they were they, were, they couldn't have been any cooler. So I've I've been quite quite lucky that uh, that I've had a lot of support around me for for some of the 
some of the stupid. No, that's cool. Well, I'm sure, and you've made some good friends too. We had Jeremy Piven in the studio when he was promoting oh, the Goods. Great, and great he had guy. some great stuff to say about you. Uh, I worked with him on the Goods, and I, I really love that movie so much. And we became great friends. I really love him. So. Yeah, it, it's got to be weird because the movie. <clears throat> you know, I, I I definitely wanted to see it. It, it kind of came and went, and yeah. uh, and uh, it looked at a great ensemble. I mean, Community has a great ensemble. You yeah. have. Uh, I have to ask you, what's it like working with Chevy Chase? Because for years he was kind of known as to be a, a bit of a dick, and, and, and now everyone who's working with him says he's sort of, you know, reached an epiphany, and he's a much more approachable, likable guy. Oh, he's been nothing but cool. I mean, he's an, he's an I, he, to me, I mean, he's an icon. He answers every, he answers all my SNL questions, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, he puts up with that? Okay, cool. I ask him every single day about, like, SNL, like, my first day on the set, and He's been nothing but generous and kind, and, you know, it's just so great to have him around. I mean, he's definitely like an Obi-Wan kind of presence, you yeah. know? So I, I, we've been very fortunate that, that everyone has just really gelled and got along. Everyone's got a good chemistry on camera, and I think it's because everyone, like, genuinely likes each other off camera. So it's – I really love this cast and the show, and it's just so talented. you got – Danny Pudi, who plays Abed on the show. I mean, Donald Glover, you have Allison Brie, you've had Nicole Brown, Gillian Jacobs. You have these great cast members, and, and Joe McHale. I mean, they're just, they're, we, we all just, uh, we all just get along really so well. And That's cool. It's, it's a solid show. Cast. Very funny. We'll yeah, have to... had a whole, oh, thank you. Chevy had a whole cast over, like, about a month ago at his place for dinner, and just couldn't have been any more gracious, you know? That's cool. You guys are getting along. That's awesome. Well, we'll check yeah. the, uh, um, you know, the dynamic of all those characters. Tonight, 8 o'clock, NBC 10 is when you'll see the community. Ken, good to talk to you, man. Oh, likewise, man. Thank you for having me. You really got it. Ken Jong. Yeah. yeah. Community. These little Chinese nuts. What is that? <laughs> That's him. These little Chinese nuts. When he's naked? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, my um, God. I, I, I've These been little watching... Chinese nuts. <laughs> I've been watching Community. He's He, he just, uh, the characters he plays, he's just like an a hole, you so know. Always like, in, like the doctor knocked up, right? Always, always sort of pissed off. So good, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now more with Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Attend Villanova University's graduate open house on Tuesday, October 20th. Villanova offers graduate programs in business, engineering, nursing, law, and liberal arts and sciences. Attend the open house and they'll waive your application fee. You're listening to Preston and Steve. MMR rocks now. By the way, we have uh, three ladies on the hot cam. Alice and Jenna and Jess from our 2009 Woo! Totally Office calendar. Yep. Join themselves in answering your instant messages. Uh, which you can uh, do that at uh, Press MMR, P-R-E-S-M-M-R. And Jess uh, is single, correct? Uh, yeah. Jess is single from what I understand, mm -hmm. so uh, we may work on a winning date with her. She's very excited about that. Yes, so, are and, we. And, like, wants to do it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but she's going to have to wait until after we do uh, uh, Intern Julie's uh, win a date. Yes. Which is going to be next week, so we'll see how that turns out. She's, I think she's got a good guy. I think so, too. So. My brother's single, ladies. Oh. Is he? <laughs> Did you hear Allison? Is no. he? Is he? Wait, Is didn't he um, didn't you guys exchange jizzes, Jess? Jizzets? Jizzets? Did you exchange jizzets? <laughs> yes, God damn it! Uh, I have nifty fifties. White cheddar jizzets. <laughs> Jizzits. Digits. <laughs> Never mind. You know, the best part of that relationship is that you'd have, um, you'd have sis dropping by all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm here! <laughs> it's 
screw you. Are you naked? <laughs> Why are you saying anything? We're talking to you. It was just yeah. leave her alone. Okay. All right, anyway, uh, just single. That's what we established, right? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Done. Uh, let me see here. And also, we have uh, Philly's Hottest. The voting is not enabled yet, but you can take a look at the pictures. We're working on a new format of the photos because we want them to be a little bit larger. But the website was uh, kind of uh, retooled, and uh, so we're going to get some stuff working on. But uh, if you want to take a look at the ladies, you can certainly do that. It's so make The submission portion of it is also made it tremendously easier. There's going to be a, a lot more aspects to the website, but we're, we're sort of uh, fixing things. So if you see things you'd like to see improved upon, let us know. Yep. But, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yep. So absolutely. is it on the, it's on the new WMMR.com. New portion, right? Yeah. Yep. Correct. Okay. So take a look when you get a chance. Also, I need to make an announcement that uh, the Valley of Fear uh, tour de gorge stop that we were going to do tonight has been postponed because of the weather. Because the world is ending. And from what I understand, we're going to do that on Sunday evening at 7. I'm going to wait. Uh, you, you'll be contacted if you've already won. Uh, so we'll wait till tomorrow and do our final giveaways for that. And uh, since the date has changed, we're going to have to figure out who's actually going to be able to be there uh, for this event if we already have plans. But Jackson's going to be there. There's going to be a whole yeah. MMR presence. So. Yep, and it's an awesome, awesome place. I love it. Uh, quickly, an email that says, Hey, Preston, how are you? Just wanted to drop you a line tell you guys how much I love the show. You guys make every day a little easier, keeping me laughing first thing in the morning. One gripe, though, could John and Kate get swallowed by a black hole so I don't have to hear about them anymore? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, join the club. They are two of the dumbest bastards on the earth who use their kids to become celebrities. Uh, I hate them. I hate hear about, uh, wait, I hate hearing about them everywhere, but I will always love you guys, even Nick and his giant clicking uvula. <laughs> uh, keep making me laugh, nice. bitches. Gadzooks, love, and that's from Mark. Marquetta and says, P.S. I'm a black listener. If oh. you couldn't tell by my name, please mention on air that I'm madly in love with Steve wow. and have a black listener party again soon because I missed the last one. Do you notice that the, you the sisters rock. like me? The yeah. sisters do like you, Steve. They, they yeah. do. And the, the brothers black, like Kathy. Yeah. 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 Wow, yeah. And the Asians like Nick. Yeah. Wow. The black guys like your wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's yes. right. The bridge, At our bridge club. <laughs> our bridge partners. Those guys are great. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, to play cards with. <laughs> Who Home by eleven, Mustafa. <laughs> oh yeah, we will. And then another quick one. It says, "Hey guys, my wife and I are from Melbourne, Australia, and have spent the last ten years living in Europe and Canada." Uh, your parody of Rachel Ray had me laughing for weeks. This guy listens to podcasts. And it was okay, a while, it was a while back. Said, I've uh, started laughing again just thinking about it. I can say that of all the TV personalities I have seen in all the countries, she is a is standalone in annoyance. Uh, the few times I was unfortunate to hear... What is this? This is our didgeridoo. didgeridoo. Uh, few, the few times I was... <laughs> oh, is it only when I speak? Yeah. All right. The few times I was... <laughs> <laughs> The few times I was unfortunate to hear her grating voice. Ah, oh, wow. Yeah, you missed it. Uh, uh, seeing if you were paying attention. Yeah. What's that? Has scarred my memory forever. <laughs> the hell is that? Slow motion didgeridoo. He's slowing it down. Uh, sorry, I know that this was probably over a month ago. Keep up the great work, guys. Love your show, and it always reminds me of the great city that you live in and how much we love visiting there. Uh, P.S. Chinese girl I work with is now a big fan. Awesome. You have a growing fan base in Melbourne. You rock, and that is from Christopher Martino. We do get a lot of uh, uh, emails. We get a lot of um, instant messages and stuff from Australia. Yeah, so thank you, guys. We appreciate it. That would it. be terrific. Yep. Uh, send us Tim Tams. Yeah. Well, no, they... dude, I didn't like those. Oh, they're they're friggin' awesome. Really? Huh? They're awesome. It doesn't mean you 
you need to think of this. <laughs> <All right>. Really? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't like that. I do. Okay, I guess I have to like that too. Steve, oh, like man, some, there's, yeah. There's just something about um, international. Tim, Tim. No, international sweets. I'm not down with them. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you. Meeting and somebody brought what was it? Like, from Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. Yes. Ir Irish chocolate and Casey ate about five bars. When he goes, I'm not really sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was doing a, an extensive research project that involved fair. eating 14 pounds of the. <laughs> I had two of them. No, it took Casey. me two to figure out that I didn't like them. It's Irish. Uh, I, yeah, the Irish candy was not that good. Yeah. And I'm Irish. Nothing Irish is good. <laughs> None it's, of the it's food a bold is. statement from yeah. Kathy. Sauerkraut's good. No, it's yucky. <laughs> Ew. It's German, you yeah, know. I know. Yes, yes exactly. it was a caseyism. That's right. Eey, yucky. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, we have to do the bizarre file. So, oh, still in Australia. Yeah. All right. Let's do the bizarre file. And now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. All right. It's brought to you by Coke Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Head to a participating, stop it. Head to a participating Wawa for a refreshing Coke Zero fountain beverage. Uh, then look for details on the Zero to Win football ticket giveaway. I will do that. Uh, for more information, go to wawa.com slash Coke Zero. Uh, let's see. We'll start with this. Uh, uh, television station, WTTG, Channel 5 in Washington. In a bid to save money, the station is planning to reassign the technicians who operate the electronic prompters that feed scripted news copy to the anchors while they're on air. And instead, the station wants its anchors to do the jobs themselves. Uh, they intend to train their newscasters to operate prompters using a series of hand levers and foot pedals. <laughs> All while they're reading the news as it scrolls by. Actually, in a way, that might be good because you have to have someone sort of following the the meter of the anchor. Yeah, right, Kathy, you've done that, yes. right? Yes. And it's it's hard. It's it it's, can be complicated. It's difficult. I was at CSB on Saturday, and they have a you know this whole um, yeah. uh, you know video production thing. So I tried the teleprompter. You can move it slower and faster if you want. I had it at like the slowest, so I could actually read. Dar. Dar. They it said so listen. Yeah. They said some of the stations <laughs> in Iraq. You Iraq. I meant. No, they said... Uh, Where's my foot pedal? Uh, some of the station worried that such roll-your-own-system could increase the potential for on-camera blunders as yeah. anchors fumble right from the, uh, for the spot in their scripts. Uh, they also say viewers may notice some awkward cranking and pumping beneath the anchor desk. No. I'm sorry. I was pleasuring myself. <laughs> Uh, instead of orchestrating coverage, fact-checking, uh, handling breaking news, paying attention to the newscast, anchors will now spend most of their time uh, running the prompter, said one newsroom employee. I uh, said it's kind of like a literal one-man band singing, banging a drum, crashing cymbals, playing a trumpet, and strumming the guitar, except for I would tune into that. Tunes here. I would have to watch that. <laughs> I don't know. That, well. I mean, it, it, when it's on yourself, it might, you know, because you're relying on somebody else. And some, if, if they screw up, then you're like, you know, it's just kind of like if they miss what you say and then they have to they speed it up, right. it like rolls right through. And then you're like, oh, my sure. God, I have no idea where I am. Yeah, it can get confusing. So, so they want to do it themselves. Well, about 2,000 jellyfish washed up onto Oahu South Shore beaches Whoa. on Tuesday morning, uh, the box jellyfish washed up on shores from Waikiki Beach to Alamona Beach Park. The deadliest creature on Earth. Uh, Dead, most most uh, uh, toxic poison. Uh, lifeguards posted warning signs at Waikiki Beach and at Alamona Beach Park. Hey, that's Very, pretty good, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was good. I was just in Hawaii recently. Oh. That's awesome. <laughs> Mahalo. He's uh, li lifeguards treated 174 people with stings, mostly oh. in the Waikiki area. Oh, wait a second. If you guys are talking about a box jellyfish... 
be a dead man. Not these people. Uh, only one man who was taken to the hospital after he was stung because he had trouble breathing. He was in stable condition. Uh, mm. They should. It should be the peak of the monthly invasion of jellyfish. Did not hear about the peak monthly invasion of jellyfish. Yeah, the monthly invasion happens. It's like the, the island's having a period. Uh, seven to ten days after a full moon. So, yeah, yeah basically, <laughs> it's just like that. Wait, so that happened... Monthly? Exactly. Yes. Whoa! Ten days after a full moon. Uh, seven to ten days. Uh, beachgoers are advised to look for posted warning signs or to check with a lifeguard, especially if they are allergic to jellyfish stings. Anyone who is stung by jellyfish should flush out the sting with vinegar. So I guess it depends, Steve. It's a different kind. Of, well, it's a different kind of jellyfish. It can't be... It can't be straight up the, the the box jellyfish that we know, correct? No, those are bigger than the box yeah. jellyfish we know. So the box jellyfish here. Yeah, the deadliest one is actually the smallest one. Right. Yeah. Um, anyhow, that's what, right. that's what the story says. Know, maybe, maybe, maybe you have to some kind of have a, an allergy to it for it to kill you outright. Uh, a woman and her boyfriend were arrested Monday for child abuse after the couple went old school to punish their eight-year-old daughter for swearing they washed her mouth out with soap. Uh-huh. And they were arrested. Uh, police claim uh, Adriana Herdener and Wilfredo Riviera were too, uh, went too far by placing a bar of soap in the girl's mouth. What kind of soap? And letting it stay for 10 minutes. Just a bar of soap. Okay. Uh, Hardener didn't. It was soap. Did not uh, intervene oh, in the discipline. Me. And uh, the girl eventually vomited, and Rivera took her to the local hospital where a. F- Hospital staff called police, and they were arrested in the incident. Can you believe that? That's effed up. That's yeah. one of the oldest punishments in the book. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, want to end with something kind of, well... Quirky? Quirky and yeah, disgusting. let's go quirky rather than just effed up, all right? Okay. All right. Uh, let me see here. A uh, 27-year-old Portland man who had uh, beat up his ex-girlfriend and then stabbed her pet fish and left it impaled in her apartment has been sentenced to two years of probation and a psychological evaluation. An attorney for Donald Earl Fight III said that uh, he didn't want to talk about the details of the assault, but that stabbing the fish was, quote, a very low point in his client's life. He said he's obviously mortified and <laughs> it's ashamed. It's not listed as a high point? He is obviously mortified and ashamed about what he did to the fish. What about the beating up of the girlfriend? Yeah, he didn't comment on that. Uh, no, I'm okay with that. Sarah but Harris the fish didn't do a damn thing. had broken up with Fight, but returned to her apartment to find Fight lying on the bed. Uh, he wanted to get back together, but she didn't. He looks like a retarded Elvis Costello. Harris refused to uh, let her leave the room that she was in. She tried to push past him. He threw her against the wall. She again tried to leave, punching him in the face to get uh, by. Uh, he grabbed her by the hair and threw her against the bathtub, ripping out her hair extensions oh. and causing her to hit her head. Uh, she escaped and called 911. Uh, when she returned with an officer, she discovered her fish, a brilliant purple beta named DeLorean, oh. had been impaled on the wood floor and it still had a knife Why? sticking through it. Yeah. Uh, fire, or fight admitted to police that he had killed the beta, saying, if she can't have me, then she can't have the fish. Wow, that's beautiful. And there you go, right? It's poetry. <laughs> and that, my friends, is your bizarre file for this time around. All right, why don't we uh, take a quick break? Boondock Saints 2. Yes. We've got a special screening of this movie. Long-awaited sequel. Done exclusively for uh, Preston and Steve listeners. And it's going to be at the UA King of Prussia on the 22nd at 7.30. You'll need to be there around 7 or so. Doesn't open until the 30th. Uh, let's take 10 callers right now and we'll put you on the list. 215-263-WMMR and you will be good to go. Kathy? I just wanted to mention something really quick. Uh, you guys know Robin over at Guppies in Conshohocken. Uh, he does a lot for the community. Yes, a very lot nice of guy. charity work. He actually helped for our th- uh, breast cancer three-day walk. He helped us raise uh, almost half of the money that we had to raise. 
race in the walk, but he was picked um, by Comcast, uh, like cool bars to visit in Conshohocken, and they're coming today to film at his bar, so he kind of wants to have a full crowd. So it starts at 6 o'clock if you want to stop by Guppies in Conshohocken. They're going to be filming. It's going to be uh, on the on-demand section. The hell's that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nick's computer Nick's watching porn yeah. uh, but it's going to be on Comcast on demand uh, get local section like we are as well so uh, oh, right. can you hear that as well that's, uh-huh. that's great we want to help him out because, but he, he does I mean he yeah. does so much for the community and so much charity and work. does a lot of it at a loss a personal loss uh, yeah. he I mean he ha- just handed over a donation to us when we had yeah. our event at Guppies we you know he charged us nothing to have it there so um, he, he's a great guy and uh, Guppies is a great place so stop by cool. around six o'clock tonight cool all right and uh, Steve do you see this count down clock on the yeah, screen. Yeah, I'm loving this. I don't know what it means, but I love it. It's the return of Tim Tam cookies. Are they actually following a, a ship that is heading towards? <laughs> yeah, they're they're bringing. They're going to have them available in the U.S. All right. Why did they just click off of that when I was reading it? Well, because uh, you might have been able to complete your sentence. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't that be horrible? Anyway, Steve, Tim Tams are on the way. I guess. Awesome. There awesome. you go. After We're months and months of longing. Take a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. I have a lesson question, (laughs) and we're going to give away Land of the Lost on DVD. If you can tell me, uh, Nick's friend dated a stripper, and according to Steve, where did she dance? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. Nick's friend dated a stripper. According to Steve, where did she dance? You can get that right. The prize is yours, so give us a call now. and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Night of Terror at Creamy Acres Farm with six haunted attractions open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights in October. Visit nightofterror.com. What's going on, Steve? Excuse me. Well, Hall of Fame pro wrestler and Cindy Lauper co-star Captain Lou Albano passed away yesterday morning at the age of 76. Sadly, various members of Albano's family have already begun fighting over who will get his rubber bands. (laughs) Rattlers! PA native Al Martino, who played Johnny Fontaine in The Godfather and sang the movie's theme song, has died at the age of 82. An interesting side note, the horse's head, which helps Johnny Fontaine get the movie role, was played by an eight-year-old Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, oh my God. She did, I just thought oh, yeah. she did little, no, little Orphan Annie. That was her but, first professional wow, role. Was that's amazing. Horse head in Godfather. <laughs> a paternity test has determined that Keanu Reeves is not the father of a Canadian woman's children. Said her relief, Keanu, quote, I knew those kids were at mine because they look completely Canadish. Canadish? Yeah. Yeah. And finally, Avril Lavigne has officially filed for divorce and is asking the court to deny spousal support to a strange husband, Derek Wibley. Levine told reporters, quote, I will always love Derek, but legally, I hate his stinking rotting gut. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's see if we can uh, find out the name of this place. Uh, Nick's friend dated a stripper, uh, according to Steve. <laughs> Where did she dance? 215-263-WMMR. Uh, let me go to Owen. Owen! 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 Oh, Owen just him. hung up right when oh, I went to Owen! Oh, which is pretty messed up. All right, well, let me try... Uh, Clad 2. Quato. Uh, Quato? Hey, Quato. Hi there. Hey. What's All right, name? Quato, what's the answer? The fuzzy Vegemuffin. No. no. Oh. Sorry, dude. So close. Vegemuffin? What was that? Let me go to Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, what's up? Hey, bud, what's the answer? Uh, my favorite strip club, the Fuzzy Vajomic. Yeah. 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 Fuzzy Vajomic. 
And since you got that right, hang on because we are going to set you up with uh, Land of the Lost, starring comedic genius Will Ferrell, Danny McBride, and Anna Friel. Available now on DVD and Blu-ray high def from Universal Studios Home Entertainment. Let's do music news. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Music News. Alrighty, and it is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Uh, visit a locally owned Delaware Valley Jiffy Lube for a Jiffy Lube signature service oil change today. Jiffy Lube, more than an oil change. Uh, it seems like Creed might be having a hard time selling out concerts for its comeback tour this fall. Uh-oh. According to a Ticketmaster check on Wednesday, tickets to tomorrow's show in Birmingham, Alabama, were going for 75 cents. <laughs> what? What? Stop it. Under a dollar? 75 cents <laughs> with a $4.50 Ticketmaster service <gasps> charge, totaling a whopping $5.25. Alabama! Why did they just make it a free show? Yeah. Uh, according yeah, to switch it over and say it's a charity thing. Yeah. Well, they can't because face. I mean they have to do at least the 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 service charge, right? You know, because uh, the, the you need the tickets to get in, and they've got to charge for that. Uh, according to the Birmingham News, the original ticket prices for the gig at the BJCC Arena range from thirty five to eighty five dollars. Uh, the tickets then dropped to fifteen and then ten. The concert was originally scheduled for September twelfth, but postponed to October sixteenth. And uh, the band is nearing the end of its tour, which winds down on the 20th in Hidalgo, Texas. Oh, man. And uh, the gr- a week later, the group releases its new album called Full Circle. 75 <laughs> cents for a Creed show. That's ridiculous. It is. 30 years ago, you couldn't get a ticket for 75 no, cents. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, Alice and Chains guitarist Jerry Cantrell and Anthrax guitarist Scott Ian are opening up a bar and small rock music venue called Dead Man's Hand in Las Vegas next month. Yeah, I've done that. Uh, they're planning... No, you're thinking of The Stranger, oh. right? Yeah. You sit on it until it falls that asleep. Right away. <laughs> no, a Dead Man's Hand is eight, eights and aces, right? Case, you're the it, poker it, guy. Yeah, right? I don't know. All right. Is it? I just sit on my hands so it feels like someone else pleasuring me. Yeah, Scott Ian's a big poker player, too. Uh, they're planning to create low-key and laid-back kind of atmosphere with reasonably priced drinks and a more casual vibe. <laughs> Is it the hand that uh, that was held by um, what? Uh, Wild Dillinger? Bill Hickok? Oh, I have no idea. When oh. he was uh, shot... Uh, in that bar, you know what I don't know. A good for nothing Mormon. Rock that old wiki on that. <laughs> I believe that's where the dead man hands comes comes from. It's Wild Bill Hickok. Do a little wiki rocking. Uh, they're planning to create a low key and laid back kind of atmosphere, reasonably priced drinks, and a more casual vibe. As I said, Ian says we want this to be a place. They're gonna that, have a chocolate fountain that we would want to hang out in. Uh, there's a huge segment of the music audience that likes to go out but doesn't want to go places on, uh, that only play Lil Wayne and Lady Gaga and charge seven hundred fifty dollars for a bottle of vodka. We want to be the opposite of that. Uh, Cantrell adds, "I always they want to charge seven hundred fifty dollars for Lady Gaga." Wanted to have a uh, cool joint with some friends. That would be a great place to go at night. It's close to Los Angeles. A lot of cool bands and people hit Vegas. We wanted to make a fun place for everybody to hang. Doesn't like everybody who opens a, a bar, they want to you know have a place that's not like any other place. It's and always it's they, always the thing they say. Yeah, and uh, so many times it ends up being exactly like every other place. <laughs> right. Uh, here you go. It says, uh, yeah, the dead man's hand is a two pair poker hand, namely aces and eights. As I said, and uh, the hand gets its name from the legend of it being the five-card draw hand held by Wild Bill Hickok uh-huh. at the time of his murder. So, Steve, we were both right. Thank you. Absolutely correct. Um, I to phone a friend. Uh, <laughs> do a street shout-out? Yes. 
Uh, let me see here. Courtney Love may have to pay Uncle Sam some cash. <laughs> and soon, according to TMZ.com, she owes the government more than $324,000 in back taxes from 2007. She's got a lot of loot because of the uh, Kurt Cobain stuff, right? I believe so. Uh, Love's lawyer, Keith Fink, says that her tax troubles... Right. Have right. Why? I mean, wouldn't you pass on a lawyer named Keith Fink? Yeah, you'd like think John so. Ahole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. my lawyer, Eddie Douchebag. <laughs> uh, Fink yeah. says that her tax oh. truck. There's a picture of Courtney Love on the screens in the studio. Can we put that up? Like is We that... have this feature on uh, WMMR.com where oh. the, yeah. the, the hottie cam is. Can we please put that picture up on the... Is... W yeah. Oh, that's right. If you're watching the hottie cam... We'll immediately kill your boner with this picture that we'll put next to the ladies. But yeah, That's you got to see this picture of uh, of Courtney. I what wonder, a mess! I wonder when that was taken. She looks she looks like skin and bone. She looks uh, anorexic. Yep. Yeah, uh, yep. a skeleton will look better. Anyway, Fink says that her tax troubles have to do with her former business manager, adding that Miss Cobain has every intention of paying those taxes. Uh, Love and her daughter, Frances Bean Cobain, recently deleted their Twitter accounts days, no! days after Frances launched a series of tweets uh, blasting Allie Lowen, uh, younger sister of Lindsay Lowen. And I don't know what they're going on about. She um, she was blasting her because she, she felt that uh, Allie had a sense of entitlement because her sister was Lindsay Lowen. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then uh, finally, one more story. Twelve Guns N' Roses classics are being turned into lullabies ah. for a new album due out November 10th. I heard According them yesterday. Yeah. It's they stupid. Suck. It's dumb. I mean, it's like uh, like with those little xylophones, like ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> That's uncanny. Yeah, that's uh, you need to do a one man show. <laughs> that was sweet child of mine. You're, yeah, yeah. 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 You're the Michael that. Winslow yeah. of our time. I got that. No, it was ding dong ding dong ding dong ding dong. Yeah, ding dong ding. She's got a smile and it seems to me. Is it sung that way or is it sung? It's just not sung at all. She has got a smile that it seems to me. You're in like the jungle now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to die. Yeah. According to Polestar.com, the set has been produced by Rockabye Baby, which makes lullaby renditions of rock songs. At uh, the uh, this time, replacing loud drums and guitars with Glockenspiels, which would be the, the little bells you're talking ding about. Dong, ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> Vibraphones, harps, and bells. Uh, among the tracks are Welcome to the Jungle, Sweet Child of Mine, <laughs> Paradise City, and uh, Paul McCartney and Wings cover of Live and Let Die. What? Uh, oh, okay. Well, they, they're covering the cover. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird like that. Uh, there's also the band's lighter songs, such as Patience and Don't Cry. Uh, and Actually, when I was listening to Welcome to the Jungle, it didn't sound like Welcome to the Jungle at all. But Sweet Child of Mine. Can we hear your rendition of it? No, because it didn't sound like it. Bing, what? Bing, 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 bing. Oh my god! Those are available now. Great. And Rock my baby has do it. See if you can We'll get that off of iTunes or something. Marissa's hard at work at that. Or she's actually composing the song herself. 
Uh, Rockin' Baby has also converted songs into lullabies for Queen, Green Day, The Beatles, and others. Okay. So this is so they're losers. One of those. <laughs> now they're probably going to make a mint off yeah. of it, most yeah, likely. Probably. I mean, low production cost, and uh, some people will want to buy that. How much does a glockenspiel cost? Uh, oh, and by the way, that picture of... Uh, yeah, if, uh, Courtney loves up. She's got a. Did you notice she has a parrot on her shoulder? I hadn't <laughs> seen it until somebody. No. Yeah, it. and it's just a message says, "Oh my God, there's a parrot on that zombie shoulder." <laughs> you didn't notice the parrot because you were looking at her sagging skin everywhere. I. You know what? That's how bad she looks. Seriously. You don't even notice the goddamn parrot on her shoulder. Ew. She looks that bad. That's She's horrible. Disgusting. She kind of looks like ET. You remember when ET falls into the creek? Yeah. And then they pull him out, and, and he's, he's all, got those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A little bit on the chest. She's all. Also looks like she's got that sleeve stack thing working too. Yeah, she's got man hands. Yeah, wow. And she's wearing a, a bathing suit meant for someone who looks good. Yeah, <laughs> true. Well, that's uh, that's up on our hottie cam right now. <laughs> I, I would I would hot glue that b- bikini bottom up to make sure I didn't see what was under that. Yeah, totally. You're listening to Preston and Steve. MMR rocks. Uh, by the way, speaking of tonight, the uh, the Valley of Fear uh, we were headed to for the Tour de Gore, that has been postponed for tonight. It's and looking like Sunday. Yeah, that's what we hear. You'll be contacted if you've already won. So, uh, to, so I'm going to hang on to the last few invites that we have and give those away tomorrow morning uh, as we get set for that. But the weather is going to be lousy today. That's all there is to it. Uh, rain's developing. Uh, as we speak, and it's going to get uh, very steady and wind-driven later on this afternoon and evening. High's only going to be in the 40s, uh, and then uh, tonight's going to be uh, uh, pretty intense, and then it uh, tapers off later on. Then tomorrow, windy, <clears throat> cold, occasional light rain and drizzle, uh, and the three-day walk starts tomorrow, so Kathy. at least it's not going to be, for the three days, a, a full torrential nor'easter. It's going to be awful. It'll be inclement, but it'll it's be all right. It's going to suck. Anybody who really cared about their charity. I do care. That's I why know. I'm still walking yeah, in this. Did you call Clay? You called my wife uh, yesterday? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I asked and her. Yeah, I heard you both to... commiserate. I was like, maybe Steve can pick us up and drive us. Yes. I, no, I, I will definitely do that. Uh, I just can't do it tomorrow morning. Oh, we have to walk. I got a show. What? Pick up, what? Drive them a route? Yeah, we'll just drive. Yeah, we'll pick up your wife. Tell her show. We'll get her. They can hop. Uh, no, seriously, no, no. Would, would, this, would this work? Let me know if this is okay. If I just go to the gym and I'll walk 60 miles on the treadmill. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> what do you think? I, I would be down with that. All right. Maybe but, I'll do uh, that. No, my, we went. We uh, got her all sorts of hand warmers and stuff yesterday. Went to Dick's Sporting Goods and... and uh, well, there was, I was at REI and there were, the place was packed and it was packed with people doing a three day walk out now trying to find like ponchos Kathy, and, you know. Same thing there. They, I, I, the, the amount of people participating in this year's three day walk has got to, it's, it probably doubled last year's because they, they, the amount of business these places are doing off these ladies is amazing. Well, the, the, uh, the shelves were empty with a poncho. They had no ponchos left. He had to, the guy had to go in the back and he found one yeah. extra box that they didn't know they had and he opened it up and brought them out for us and we bought for for everybody on our team it's crazy good luck <laughs> thanks <laughs> good yay luck. get started tomorrow but uh, it's gonna be nasty uh we gotta thank uh, nifty 50s for coming in this morning yeah. uh, feeding us uh want to welcome uh leo and lisa to our mics they are the head honchos at uh, 
Nifty fifties. In fact, Leo uh, Casey was uh, bragging about going to school with your daughter. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Same grade, Case? Same grade. Uh, Jen ended up coming to LPH her eighth grade year. And you know made, everyone in Delco. I know. But she ended up, uh, you know, she made fast friends. Her and I were actually dance partners in our eighth grade musical. Really? <laughs> yes. Uh, all that jazz. I had to do a handstand. And she and, and I believe, Are if, you I'm, serious? if I remember correctly, the idea of doing the, the handstand where, where the girls hold the guy's legs up yeah. was my idea. You know, Miss Santori, our dance instructor. I was Can like, you do hey, it now? How about we do this? Can you you know what? We'll, just, we'll find it's, out it's a when they're behind the music premieres yeah <laughs> uh, no, it's a handstand i did a hand, back handspring for you guys before uh, of course i thought maybe you can do it right no, now no, because now he what, would snap his wrist what'll happen is no my shirt will fly up and the president <laughs> will make a joke about my belly and yeah. I'm, I'm fast forwarding it leo do you remember all of this or no no i actually in eighth grade uh, jen had a birthday party and i broke his closet door because my friend kind of i think he slapped me in the head and i pushed him and he went flying into the closet door and just broke it to, right off the hinges the truth comes out uh-huh just ringing any bells leo do you remember no. the broken I'm, closet i assume door? this is all going to be in your memoirs was yeah. there alcohol your, there no autobiography sure wow all right so what's the story what did you guys have uh, going on in Nifty Fifties that you wanted to mention. Well, we put a new uh, restaurant down in Turnersville, and um, we coupled that with a game room and a and miniature golf. And Lisa here came up with the idea of putting together a haunted golf. Uh-huh. So we have waterfalls of blood, pools, of, lagoons of blood, and characters all over the place. And blood okay. lizards in the ponds. <laughs> <laughs> So it's Pretty a haunted it's it's golf. That's cool. Off the hook. Very, Very scary. scary. Do not come if you get scared easily. Okay. Or you don't like golf. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> too. <laughs> now, we were wondering why you had the guy in the costume here, the evil clown, and uh, that explains it. Yeah. Yeah. So we just thought he was a dude that was just hanging out with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's not actually associated with anything here. It's my boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, is that is that, uh, is that underway now? And then what what days and times uh, can you come by? And it be a part is of underway. The- yes. Yeah. Uh, it's going to go through the weekend this weekend, weather permitting, of course. Uh, and then next Friday, it'll go straight through till November 1st. Very cool. Right. Yeah. I like when you go past uh, Halloween. Well, and Sunday is November first, so we need to carry it through the weekend. Is there a? Uh, do you, is it niftyfifties.com? Is that your website? Yes. Or? Okay. It is. All right. Cool. You guys remember a story I told you about how a friend of mine tried to do the oh, dine I can't and da- wait. No, the dine and dash, but uh, the problem was uh, he. he it, this kid didn't have a neck, so it was like he, he totally stood. Do you guys remember that story? No. Oh, you don't? Well, then never I, mind. I, I, but it was that nifty 50s. My friend tried to do a dine and dash, but it was like, you know, he stuck out like a sore thumb, so it was not like he get he could ever get away with it. I Wait, can't he believe he stuck you're... out like a sore thumb because he had no neck? He didn't have a neck, yeah. <laughs> oh, is it a birth defect? Yeah. Was the chain was attached to his rib cage? Dude, I can't believe you can't remember this story. I mean, no. listen, in, in 11 years, I've told you many stories, but right. I thought that was one of the better ones. Oh, okay. Oh, Let's see how delusional you can yeah. be. <laughs> we had a dine and dash at Grand Avenue, and the waiter jumped on the uh, hood of the car. Nuh-uh. And the car like was driving TV, away. Just like me. <laughs> just like T.J. Hooker. Our employees are very dedicated. I was going to say, Leo, sometimes they uh, you know, they recommend that you don't try to intervene when something like ha- that happens. Did you, did you give the guy a raise? Or did you fire him? I said, take it easy. It's not that important it was twelve dollars yeah <laughs> don't worry about it and here he is he had visions of being like a shareholder i think he oh. left with one of the uh windshield wipers oh okay well he got that <laughs> little keepsake it's mounted over his fireplace uh well cool well thank you very guys the uh the food is outstanding especially the chili you know i'm going nuts over that so. damn good uh, gotta try the milkshake good luck with everything thank you very much thanks, the whole for, having thanks for having us nifty fifties Route 42. Route 42. In, I'll finish up here. Turnersville, <laughs> New Jersey, uh, if you would like to uh, check that out. Uh, all right, so Pierre Robert has made his way into the studio. He was in here. So yes, oh, there, there he is. is.
Hey! Need, uh, can you steal uh, Leo's mic from him there, if you, like if you don't mind? Because we are going to have to give away this prize tomorrow, and we're going to need a letter to move forward in that. You all set to go on that? Uh, yeah, no, I, I think I know where to go. Okay. okay. All right, so let's do this now. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. A as in atrocity. All right. Yes. And we have the tickets to see Lenny Kravitz Saturday, October 24th at the Borgata Event Center, plus an overnight stay, dinner, and a massage at the Borgata Spa. Some tickets remain at theborgata.com if you need to get those. Uh, we need to thank our triple hottie cam, Allison, Jenna, and Jess for being here this morning for the Totally Office right. Calendars. Jess, now single, says she wants to do the win a date. Well, we're going to do that. After we wrap up the one with intern Julie, we will, uh, we'll get Jess on board. And then somebody else wanted to do one, too. Oh, yeah, uh, Cat with Cat. a C. Cat with a C from this year's calendar. Oh, my God. Oh, she's stunningly gorgeous as well. So we're on a roll here, folks. Mm-hmm. New pics of her on uh, PrestonSteve.com. Take a look when you get a chance. Uh, let me see. Thank you to uh, Ken Jong from uh, Community. Tonight at 8 on NBC. Uh, possibly Bam will be stopping in tomorrow. There was a little back and forth via text with uh, Casey and him yeah. as far as when to come in. So yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. It'll be tomorrow. And tomorrow's packed. Yeah, yeah it is packed. packed. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. First, let's see what Pierre's got coming up on his show today. Well, on this program, we will have more tickets uh, for Bruce Springsteen to give away for uh, next Monday show. Went again last night. Another phenomenal. You did night. really? Yeah. yeah. I'm going all four nights. Wow. You kind of have to. I, I I just feel I have to. I mean, him in that building is so amazing. Did he? do any more crowd surfing again he did it again yeah and it was even wilder uh, it was so cool how so, is how is did, darkness on the edge of town oh he did the full God, album right the full album uh it was just you know it was just like one moment again after another so i mean it just continues to build so i just got to be in that room i'm going to go to all four pearl is, jam shows is, is he doing albums every night i, mean, I don't it, know if he's done it everywhere but i think he's doing it on this last leg of the tour they well didn't the, the next two it. dates is he doing oh yes yes on monday he'll do born to run again and Jeez. on tuesday he'll do all of born in the usa wow uh which was a huge hit machine it was the album that sent him over into yeah. from successful to mega right successful on the um, pop side of things yeah, yeah. it's so, one of my less I, i'm not that as much into born to run as i am the earlier stuff okay yeah. cool well, it's uh, well, you mean born in the USA? Born in the USA, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it had a lot of hits on it, but it really had a lot of great songs as well that people don't remember, like "Downbound Train" and "I'm Going Down" and stuff like that. So that'll be "I'm a, on Fire" is a great just, song. I'm on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Song. I mean, yep. So it, that'll be cool. Also today, I've got uh, because Bob Weir is in town Friday and Saturday night, and I will be hosting. We've got a birthday party for him. Uh, we're going to have Bob Weir tickets to give away for, I think, Friday night show at the Tower Theater. And I've got some uh, Aerosmith blocks. I've got a block of Sublime to get to, cool. which I think will match the weather in an opposite factor. Ah, I like that. Yeah, and a Metallica block. All right, cool. Well, thank you, Pierre. Uh, I need to thank our sponsors, by the way. Uh, Valley of Fear, America's most horrifying haunted woods, an original haunted hayride, and more info at valleyfear.com. That has been postponed for tonight, just to let you know. We'll contact you if you want tickets. Uh, uh, also, Tasty Cake. Now, that's tasty. And also, HelpStopFraud.org. How far will people go to commit insurance fraud? Check out real-life cases at HelpStopFraud.org. As you had mentioned, Steve, a lot of stuff on tomorrow. David Cross will be joining yeah. us. David Love Cross. Him. David Crosby of Crosby, Stills, and Nash. <laughs> David Cross. Chicken, 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 chic
That's David Cross. That's David the Cross. Chicken pot pie there, and uh, he is funny as Wooden hell. Chips. Wow. Uh, Bruce McGill, who he was, uh, you know, D Day in uh, <laughs> Animal House, Animal House, and so many other countless characters. movies. Uh, we also have F. Gary Gray, the director, the director of. Um, uh, law-abiding citizen, and then Viola Davis. Also, she was uh, she's in the movie as well, and was up for an Oscar for best supporting actress this past uh, um, oh. go around. Yep. All right, so all three of them will be here. Yeah. All right, and uh, Joe Matarese, you know him, comedian, uh, is going to be stopping by, and possibly we'll have Bam in the studio too. So a lot to get to tomorrow. That's it. We are done. Rage on, and have a great day, and we shall see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Line. Somebody just bartle do all over my mole licking burger. Now what the f am I gonna do now? Next message. I was watching the pet adoptions and I saw you, Steve. You were helping out, giving these great pets a good home, and I just want to say a big great thank you. And I think you're great. Love you, Steve. Bartle Next message. Hey, red minivan. Kiss my m Kiss my I'm so glad you shared. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR. Rock.